Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death. How are you guys doing today? Does anyone have any pirate facts for me or seafaring facts? No. I don't got nothing, Clue. I oh have jack god. shit. Oh my god. Sorry, you no had some good stuff. I've, I've got something. Yeah. But it's not that good, really. Oh, don't preempt it with that. Some... You know, you're going to lower my expectations. Well, uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lower your expectations either. And this is quite good. Okay. Oh yeah. So this there is go. about a pirate called Lolanus, right? He was just one of many buccaneers, you know, a cross between state-sponsored privateer and outright outlaw, mm -hmm. who lived in the Caribbean Sea in the mid to late 1600s. It's also known as Jean David Now. Mm. Uh, Lolanus believed to have begun raiding Spanish ships and coastal settlements cultivating a reputation for excessive cruelty. So Ooh. this is why I'm choosing this one, because it reminds me of Mr. Mutin. Uh, <laughs> soon after arriving in the Caribbean as an indentured servant, uh, 17th century pirate historian Alexander Exquemelin wrote that Lolanius would hack his victims to pieces bit by bit or squeeze a cord around their necks until their eyes popped out. One time, suspecting he'd been betrayed, Lolanius supposedly even cut out a man's heart and took a bite of it. However, karma came back to haunt him, as in the year 1668, when according to Exquimillan, he was captured and eaten by cannibals. Whoa. There you go. That's pretty good. What was this guy's name again? Lolanius, but it's like L apostrophe Lolanius. Ah, that's pretty good. Um, I will give you 3% experience points. 4%, 4%, you know? 4%. It's that's, about yeah. a pirate. It doesn't improve our knowledge of like seafaring or piracy, but it does give it's us true. an example of the brutality of piracy and how these people who operate outside of the law did whatever the fuck they wanted. Eating people's hearts, murdering people, letting their eyes pop out, maybe tying them to a post and bashing their head in until it explodes. <laughs> it helps us connect to our pirate roots. All right. Okay. That said, last session. We ended with a brawl on the beach. Many men of the White Prince guards were slain. A cleric was brought low and killed, and a cargo ship was boarded and overtaken. The three soldiers on there are surrendered. They have no weapons, they've been tied up. The owner of the cargo ship, a woman named Ajora, has met with at least Captain William and- Princess. Winters, sorry, and is, uh, I guess, now at the tip of your sword, while the rest of the party, I think, is maybe hopping on one of these rowboats to come to the boat. I think the whole party's gathering together. Yeah, so is she, is she surrendering? Are all the guards surrendering? Yeah. Is someone on this ship wearing a captain's hat or anything like that? She is the captain, and she does, she, does indeed. Does she have anything that's, yeah, she's got a hat. She's got a hat okay. and she's got a um, a chain necklace that goes around her around her neck with a, a group of keys dangling from it. Uh, okay, so with my rapier pointed at her chest, I will take an elegant step forward and reach out with my left hand and take her hat off her and throw it overboard. And then I will uh, remove the chain from her neck. Mm -hmm. The tricorn hat falls to the sea and floats. You can pocket the set of keys as the rest Wait. of the party climbs aboard. Well, you uh, won't be needing that anymore. Thank you for that. What do you say your name was, lady? 
Ajora. Ah, and let me introduce you to my crew. My name is uh, Captain John Winters, and these are the Crimson Fists. As they, I pauses, say, as they start climbing on board. And then her eyes widen as she realizes, oh my god, I've heard of these people. And her hands go from at her side and sort of like annoyed to about ear height. Um, That's all I you, to say. You can see popping up from the below the decks or the, the door that leads just under the aft castle um, are the eyes of the rest of the crew here looking out from the darkened areas, observing what's transpiring on the main deck. The rest of her crew or is it yeah, the... Um... her crew. her The actual okay. people who run the ship and sail it, not just these soldiers who have um, borrowed the ship for a while. Zeroth level or can I get a pickup on it? Um, yeah, let's Are see. They Give me. Rags? Do they have daggers? Yeah, you can tell that they they look just like ordinary sailors. You know, they're fairly strong. Where they've got vests on, they've got sandals. And they're not wearing any like fancy cloaks or anything. They don't have weapons at their sides. Uh, these are the people who would operate the sails and haul the gear and cook the food. Some of them might be like capable warriors, but that's not their primary role. Um, I will point to the soldiers and say, uh, sail Archie, go and tie up all of the uh, armed men. Now, now, you don't have to do that. We're cooperating peacefully, Ajora says. Why don't Your you just... Uh... Perhaps, but uh, these soldiers won't be so lucky. Eh, she shrugs, uh, gives them one last look, meeting their eye contact as she's like, I don't care. To them. These soldiers are going down to the deep for my friend over here. And I'll give them a smile to sail. Unfortunately, Ladsy uh... chose the wrong side this time. I'll give Nilrum a meaningful eyebrow wiggle. <laughs> Fellow uh, captain, do you have any idea what this is? And I will produce the mask and like paint it over my face. I just want to see if anybody on the ship has any hmm. sort of charisma or eye Give movements. Give her you know? lore check. Oh yeah, uh, she nods. It's a death mask. They used to make them around here a couple hundred years ago. What does that mean? It's a, a holy mask of Martha. It um, prevents the... the you, you put it on someone when they die, and it prevents them from being turned to undead or, or raising in the afterlife. Oh, mm. That worked well. It did. Until... And then I'll smile at the captain. Yeah. Well... Uh, whatever it is. So it's not. I'll pocket it. Mm-hmm. So, Ajora, how would you like to uh, come out of this situation? Alive with my crew and my ship. That's not too That's much a... trouble. It's quite the ask. <laughs> you know, I'm not really in the business of capturing ships and then handing them back over. How do you feel about fine jewelry, Captain? I asked the other captain. I'm a merchant by trade. I like all sorts of things that can bring me wealth and money. I'm going to pull out and just start kind of like opening the pots of the mm. jewelry that we have. And I'll mm. produce um, a few of the gold and silver ones and ask her, I guess, um, what do you think something like this is worth? She motions to, like, can I go get a closer look? I'll nod. I'll I'll look to the captain, Winters. 
Yeah, I mean, I shrug. If you want to ask what it's worth. A none. That's yeah. fine. Um, so she will come over and take a look at some of this jewelry. I'll give her an appraisal check. Um, Based off it. Mm-hmm. She takes a look at it and shrugs and goes, I don't know, this is kind of old and tacky. Um, I would just melt it down and sell it for its weight. No, Ooh, no. Oh, God, this is ugly. Bad taste back in the day. So uh, you were saying your crew, your ship, your life... I mean, That's a lot of requests. I think you should maybe uh, temper your expectations slightly here. And my crew. Wait. <laughs> what do you think this uh, ship's worth, Captain? 10,000? And at least 10,000 gold, this ship. More to a man like me. I, I could make great use of a ship like this. What about each life of her crewmen uh, and women? How many crew are on board? Uh, the crew of her ship? Is uh, is that right? She's got four. She's got three to operate the sails. Um, cook, cabin boy, and two others. So that's three, four, five, six, seven. She's got seven crew total. Hmm. So seven well, crew members yeah. and yourself. I'd say one thousand gold. Per head, 5,000 gold for yours. You're a captain. 12,000 gold seems like a fair price for a ship. What do you say? You fancy uh, buying yourself back into freedom? I know a good deal when I see one. What I thought. Well, uh, this isn't the best place for negotiations. Why don't we leave our uh, mutual friends, I say, looking to the people that Archie's tying up. Uh, over on the land over there, let them have a little rest and think about what they've done. And why don't we uh, sail somewhere a bit more private? Captain, if, uh, if I could, I think that we should handle our mutual friends and uh, not leave a, a tongue to speak. Yes, Captain. I think uh, I think we should let the sea judge these men. Who am I to deny my crew the, uh, the bounty of uh, victory? Go ahead, do with them what you will. Uh, no one will get giddy and he'll um, start like prancing over and ask Sail, uh, oh, can I please throw one off Sail? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, sure you can. And, uh, he'll grab a crew member and dangle him over and let him scream for a while before he pushes him over. They panic, they plead. The crew member here, the, this soldier says, wait, 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 hold on. I have money, I have money at home and I've got a family. It's, the, the, they'll pay a ransom, I swear. Normal. Dozens of gold. And, whisper in his ear I don't care and then I'll push him over <laughs> uh, the next crew member starts to like you know back away as, apart, as much as they can like kick themselves and sort of waddle while uh, tied up and say no 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 the, the white prince will pay handsomely for me I'm important I'm about to be promoted to sergeant my god will pay more and I'll shove him over <laughs> oh. <laughs> The last person looks up at you as you approach. Hi. Uh, please? Pretty please? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> the sea will judge you. Best argument that. yet, not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Mister is polite. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll throw him overboard too. Ah! 
and when they're tied up, there's no way they can survive. They kick, they struggle for a little while. Um, it's mostly silent as their hands or heads pop up above the water for a little bit, and after a minute or two, the sea is calm. Oh, as I'm watching them drown, I'd like to gently whisper the name Rohi to draw his attention to me mm. killing White Prince's man. Mmm, yes. Yes. You know he would be satisfied by this. Even if there's other distractions that prevent you from feeling his presence, you you intrinsically know that this is something that would bring Rohi joy. Are, are there still live men on the beach? Uh, mm. I think we killed everybody. I don't know. You, you could have killed them by now. You had tied them up and disarmed them. I don't know if you wanted to, you know, finish them off or leave them there. Uh, no one will go and drag them in the sea with sail, oh. I guess. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't listen. All the soldiers dead. Uh, you can take your new ship. You pull anchor. Yeah, and, well, um, fast off. Before fast we leave, off. we leave a rose yeah. on the beach, right? Oh, wait, a Is rose? Wait, no, a feather. Oh, feather, feather. feather. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. a good point. Mm. Um, well, oh, first off, and your we ship. need to get our ship back. So I say, all right, well, we can uh, sit here for a little while whilst Nilrim and Sail, do you guys want to go and retrieve our ship? Sure. By retrieve, Captain, you mean put it away? Put it away. Bring it back here. And on. Okay. Um, Nilrim will go, and it's his last casting of this, um, the, the, of the tools that we have. So he and Sail are going to go repair the ship. We remove mm-hmm. everything. We put it onto our new ship. Haul all the cargo from the old ship to the new ship. Strip it of the things it's not supposed to have. Get in good condition. Line it with the the, the cords you have. Mm-hmm. Nilrim um, takes the miniature ship in a bottle. He puts it inside the bottle. He puts that on the ground, and he casts his uh, Nilrim ship in a bottle spell. And the... Our ship eventually, after I think it's like 1d4 hours, or like 1d10 minutes, um, 10, sails oh. in. Oh, it's only d10 minutes? To go in, I think it is, to get to... Yeah. yeah, it's a few hours to prepare the ship, and then it's just a, a little, a short couple of minutes for the ship to go actually into the bottle. So here's um, the d5 for hours. So it took us mm-hmm. one hour to prepare the ship, and then five minutes to go into the bottle. Perfect. Okay. So you're probably gone for a couple of hours, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, all right. When they leave, I will say to Ajora, uh, all right, bring your crew out here. I want to get a look at them all. They all march on out. Indeed, there are seven of them, a cook and a cook's assistant, mm. three proper sailors, and then three people who just, uh, two people who just haul goods around, you know, move stuff. You would call them uh, stewards, maybe? Is that the right term? Uh, cabin boys? Something like I that. Don't know. But I, I say deckhands. Deckhands, okay. Um, all right. Well, if I'm going to be leaving you with your arms untied to one of the ship here, I need to make sure that you all understand what's going on. And I cast my eyes across the seven of them and try to pick out the one who looks the biggest and the meanest. Yeah. Let's uh, prison. See. Prison way. All right. Uh. Oops. There are seven of them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, two of them have 13 strength. Okay, I point to one of them. One who looks more like battle-hardened. Yeah, one's got a, uh, 11 con, the other has 8 con. So 13 strength, 11 con is the, the biggest, strongest-looking feller about. All right. 
Uh, has he got any weapons on him? Nope. Alright. I point to Archie and say, okay, you got five rounds. And then uh, I want to make a little circle here and have Archie fight this guy for five rounds. Alright. Wait, maybe three rounds. We don't want to kill him. Only going to take one round. <laughs> yeah, three rounds. Three minutes. Stay on your feet for three minutes. I'll oh, see you what you have can do. Two of them fight him for extra. Yeah, fuck it. We'll fight both of them. It's both of them. Fuck it. I, do you know what? You two look about the same size as each other. All right. We can do a two for one. You got five minutes. Uh, they look a little surprised as you are giving them just like free reign to beat the shit out of this person. Um, <laughs> and as they get like, you know, oh, those are both Archie tokens. Whoops. Um, He's multiplying. Oh, no. <laughs> just unlock the secret Neil's power. worth nightmare, yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. We'll just use these guys, even though they don't have weapons. Um, let's bring the boat into view a little bit better. I, uh, I whisper to Ashley, like, try not to kill anyone. Well, the two of them will square off with you, Archie. And uh, let's let's do it. Let's roll initiative. Okay, this time Nilrim and Sail are probably preparing the ship, right? Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that if anything goes wrong, you guys are... Yeah, fine. if anything goes wrong, if these two yeah. soldiers beat Archie. <laughs> it is possible. Um, it is round possible. one. Archie, are you using your brass knuckles or just your bare fists? Um, I'm pretty sure I'm using brass knuckles, no? All right. Fighting two people, fuck it. Yeah, Whatever you, you want. want one. Fuck them up, all right. Uh, starting with the right one, the one to Archie's right. Uh-huh. Easy oh, hit. He's got three HP. And you quickly knock him down to all like halfway to dead. Negative five HP. Negative two HP. Five. Negative Second five. Attack? And yeah, uh, if, he, if he stumbles backwards over the railing of the ship, you know he bro, should get a saving dead. throw versus death. One d twenty. A four. Yes. Damn. He stumbles and topples backwards over the other side of the ship. The other guy has barely a moment guy. to react before your before next. Even... Just be. Just yeah. Before he kills the other guy, I. I look at one of the soldiers, <laughs> sailors, and say, "Go get him!" Uh, and you hit for six, perfectly KOing the other person, not making him bleed, just knocking him flat on the ground. The other person is in the water. You tell a sailor to jump after him, and they do. They throw themselves over the side of the ship. Um, you know, grab the the netting. Are you sure that around. sailor can swim? Because last time he cannot swim. He's holding onto the netting and like <laughs> searching for the guy with the other hand. Archie um, will brush we'll... some dust off of his shoulders, shrug, and move back off. Move towards Sail. Give him a little fist bump. One, two, three. Uh, you hear the calls from below in the water. I can't find him! I don't know where he is! Well. It's not our fault. Yeah. One KO'd, the other outright dead. The crew knows who they're working with here. It's the yeah, Crimson so, Fists. Uh, uh... Uh, so I trust we won't have any issues here, then, I say, looking at the rest of them. There are slow nods of appreciation of the severity of the situation. Right, well, uh, tends to the ship. The deck's looking a bit scruffy. It could do with a mop up here. I hate to think what it looks like down there. And, uh, Ajora, if you could move your things out of your quarters so I can uh, have somewhere to sleep, that'd be great. These are all complied with. Um... Right. And as the rest of the ship gets put up, put away, you know, the other one is appropriately stowed. 
You can take a look about on the ship and see that there's not much here. Um, just as Ajora had said at the end of our last session, the ship is in a... You know, it had just unloaded all of its stuff, hadn't loaded any new cargo yet when it had been commandeered by the dead cleric out on the beach. Um, and it's basically empty with just a little bit of food and water. Yeah, that's fine. There's a lot of rooms for Lux. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I will, uh, I'll probably go and sit in the captain's quarters while Ajora, I'll, like, lie on her bed as she's, like, clearing her stuff out reading the, uh, captain's log. Mm. Captain's log is pretty straightforward. Picked up this from here, from this person who owes us this much money. We're dropping it off here to this person. You know, just a, a list of ports they've been to, contacts that they've had, goods that they've moved, passengers that have been here, fees that have been paid, when new sailors come and go. You know, it's a, a pretty straightforward standard log. There's not really a lot of color commentary in it. Um, more just a, a practical list. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm just lying. I'm reclining on the bed, mm -hmm. drinking my bottle of rum, reading this book as she's like filing in and out, moving her stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, can I find the papers for the ship as well? Absolutely. Um, you find them in the desk. Uh, the Well, you assume that they're going to be in the one locked drawer on her desk. It's where you would keep your papers. Um, yeah, well, I've got the keys, so I find yeah. the key. Yeah, you open it up, and there it is. Log is there, okay. money's there, silvered dagger is there, um, you know, some writing nice. utensils, some other crap. Um, yeah, I'll keep it all of a sudden, I'm going to lock it back in the drawer, but the paperwork, how much mm -hmm. of a description of her is there and her crew? There are two pages for the captain, uh, the owner of the ship, that are described in detail. It gives height, it gives weight, it gives like hairstyle and color and generalized appearance. It's um pretty detailed. Someone would have, whoever wrote this, would have had a lot of time to like look at her and sort of you know make notes on it. What if um you know she owns the ship but she doesn't sail it herself? Is there like room for like, but the captain is this and then a description of that captain or? In this situation, it is owner and captain is the label. Um, so you imagine it could be switched to owner is this, captain is this, or, you know, person who is um, empowered to operate the ship is this. Could be a different so, entry. Now that we have this book, it should be reasonable for us to assume that it could be pretty, pretty easy or at least conceivable that we could get it forged to mm. match Captain Winner's descriptions exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but okay. you'd have to find someone who's willing to forge such documents, which could right. be, you know, that's a, a death sentence penalty right there. So you need someone who's willing to um, put their so life Wiley on the line. Someone. Yeah. Hmm. Wiley might know someone or Nightingale might know someone. Absolutely. So that's pretty good. All right. I mean, I lock that stuff back in the drawer. Did you say there was a silver dagger? Yes. More decorative Sick. than anything. Sort of small. Looks like someone might use it for a letter opener, but it's definitely like silver all the way through. Taking that. Yep. You can kill a werewolf. Yeah. You never know. I don't think we've ever ran into one. Mm -mm. I, I have. It's good. Well, the ship is yours. And uh, your second ship, your first ship, I should say, is now upon it. So where would you like to go? Yeah, well, Nilram's going to come back onto the ship and have a discussion with probably the captain about what to do with these people. Um, well, I think we all have a discussion together. Everyone's back yeah. up. Mm -hmm. um, I think maybe we sit down 
Or maybe we've got like deck chairs on the deck. Mm -hmm. And we're all Let's like, bring know, their captain as well to the discussion and we'll just have a frank talk, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we sat it up, you know, we're all we're all reclining or something on the deck. Mm-hmm. And she can like just be sat on a stool or something on a barrel. Yep. Right. So Ajora, we need to have a little discussion about what's going on here. I believe uh my wizard friend here has a few questions for you. An unregistered wizard? Give him a wink. Show him. I he so he, Nilrim will show off his spell books too. He has three of them, and he's very proud of them because this is a tremendous amount of wealth. It is, um, yes. So much so, I don't even think the crew members know how much these spell books yeah. cost. Um, yeah. So, how are you going to be of use to us? Uh, more use than this cargo ship. Uh, I want your most frank and honest answer. Honesty is what will set you free here. She chews her lip for a moment. <clears throat> How willing is she to cooperate? Well, I don't know much about your operation. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourselves so I know how best to work with you? We operate in the Outer Islands. Um, I'm sure you heard about the goblin situation. Just one island over. I thought that was someone else. Was that you? Give her a smile. I thought Captain it Starbuck was, was the, the pirate who was doing the goblin islands. The he crab brass and something. Oh. Which I don't think we might. I look to the others. Yeah, we want to keep a low profile down here. So, Captain Starbuck taking credit for it is uh, a most welcome endeavor. Okay, so you're... I know this is not judgmental, but you are bloodthirsty, ruthless pirates willing to overthrow islands, uh, rob ancient tombs, kill the White Prince's men, and take ships captive. Is that, is that about it, right? She gets it. It's a non-exhaustive list. Yeah. <clears throat> and among other things, yes. Well, I imagine that you're quite wanted. I've heard of the Crimson Fists. I've seen posters up. And she looks sort of in the direction of Archie and nods to herself like, he kind of looks like the guy who's in the Crimson Fist poster. <laughs> but I imagine you have a hard time getting to any significant town. Um, the Inquisitors will always check your paperwork and would probably find you. I bet you've got trouble... Uh, resupplying or getting those hard to get items uh, and selling your ill-gotten goods. No no judgment. That is correct. You help with that? In exchange for the life of my crew, I would be willing to bend my normal method of working. If you I'll work say. with and for us, it's going to be a lifetime thing. Once you're in the Crimson Fist, you can never leave, I say. <laughs> and uh, you helping us this way will skyrocket you to a uh, full-fledged member, I'd say. Hmm. 
She takes a moment to uh, survey the situation. Intrinsically knowing this is not the sort of deal you can say no to. Yeah. You know, this is a join or die sort of offer. And you, that reads across her face pretty easily as she, like, looks at Archie and looks down at his bloodied fist where he just beat one of her crew members to death and knocked the other unconscious. She looks over to Sail, who she's not quite sure about, but they were talking about sacrificing people to his god. And so there's definitely, like, that aura of maybe we shouldn't even ask who this person is. Over to the unregistered wizard who has been throwing spells around and just shrunk an entire ship into a bottle. And then finally back to the captain who stole her hat and keys and kicked her out of her bedroom. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, I can't promise my crew will be necessarily cooperative, but if you kick them off and replace them with others that will, I'm sure that will work. But I have to sure insist that you, will... you let them live one way or the sure other. Your crew will cooperate just the same way you are. Um, they'll probably each get the same deal. I look to the captain. Thing is, uh, if we let them go now and they go and speak to the authorities and tell them that we've been working with you. That doesn't do us any good. I'm afraid the uh, the ultimatum goes for them as well. But worry not. You'll have a new life. <clears throat> with us, um, you'll be the, the good side of the business. And we'll just bring you things to sell every once in a while. Full autonomy. Nothing changes for you, really, except, you know, if you cross us, you die. And you're gonna oh. kick something up. Okay. Well, it doesn't look like I have much of an option. It's a bad day for Ajora, isn't it? You do have an worst. You'll be joining by your own um, accord. Yeah. That's, don't look so glum, all right? We could have just staved your head in and thrown you overboard to the sharks. If anything, fuck the White Prince. He got you here in this situation, you know? That's a good point. I want to hear you say it. Oh, you'll have no problems with me saying that. Fuck the White Prince. He's the one who tore up our islands and turned it into the place it is today. He's the one who commandeered my ship and lost me some of my crew members and lost me my ship. Uh, yeah. Well, then Down with that go. tyrant. We're best friends. That's one of our goals is uh, handling him, so it's going to work out. <laughs> uh, Archie, <clears throat> the tattoos... The markings of uh, our crew members. Yeah. Let's wait. Uh, let's hang on, hang on. Can we uh, can we talk about this ourselves in private? I say to Ajora. I'll uh, go inform my crew of what's going on. Good idea. And she heads below decks to where the rest of the crew is. If uh, once she's gone, if we let oh, her just wait, out, on wanna... our, out, out on our own, what's stopping her just dobbing us into the White Prince? If we take her back to the base. She's going to know everything about us. Well, we won't, because they'll be on our ship with her. Not all of them. We can keep one at our base of operation. Is that going to be enough, though? I think so. She's not going to die. She's going to get a good deal. We're going to give her money, and... What kind of ransom did uh... you get from the White Prince if she told them where our base was and they got the drums back? We need to be careful about this. What We need to try and think of something we can make her do or get evidence of something so that We've got something against her. I was just going to take each one of their hairs and um, 
explain to them if they cross us, I'll find them and then find their entire family. Sail, Archie, what do you think? I think what you say is exactly what we need to do. And the only struggle is the how. I mean, yeah. taking the hair has been something we've used before. It seems to work. Um, alternatively, we could use my god as a threat, sacrifice someone or something, and say, if you betray us, the seas will never be your friend. Um, what if? What if? Like, uh, like I did. What if we get them to give their souls if they were to betray us? Hmm. Convince them of his power. They've seen the, uh... With your friend? (laughs) Worth a shot? Sure, it would, uh, scare them into compliance, though, at least. There's, uh, when there's more at stake than your life. Yeah. We'll need a show of power, though, Sail. Something that, uh, will impress them. You can think about it. We'll take them back to the base, and we'll do it there. Yeah. Okay. It's gotta be, uh, powerful, though, you know? Make them know that they're making an oath for their uh, for their eternal life here. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good deal. You get to keep your soul, and uh, you don't die. Also, yeah. we um, we mark them. I think we mark each individual crew member. Yeah. In a hidden spot in a way that uh, you know, I think mark works. them. You mark Archie can mark them. You can take a half your magics and press upon them the the point of it. And then when we get back to the base, Sale can uh, have them swear their allegiance. And I think at that point we can uh, take the risk. Can our mark we... be like a? Um... Obviously, we'll have like the regular crimson fist mark, but I think we should also mark them with like a bastardized stare um, mm-hmm. image. Because I think that would be the best. Because they can't just let people who have like an unholy symbol of like a stare walk around on them, walk around with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say we That's give them like a a stare scar with. Uh, I don't know what Rohi's symbol would be, but something like that. He he doesn't say Rohi, obviously. Mm-hmm. I could probably. An option would be to give them holy symbols with the. Because um, like. Who's going to be suspicious about a sandstone necklace? I don't think anyone knows about that. Yeah, I know. But I we could do yeah, we could do some good. sort of like broken astar symbol that would be like heretical to any of the uh, white princes men, even if it's just like the astar symbol with a cross through it or something like that. Would that be suspicious? I mean, they would have to keep that hidden. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they will have to keep it hidden. Yeah, but how about we do it like? Um... You know, anytime you get inspected closely, they're going to withdraw your shirt, correct? But every day, walking around, nobody's going to, you know, ask you to see you with your shirt off. Mm-hmm. What if we do it on, like, the small of their back? Um, a bastardized version of the Astaire symbol. Is that amenable to everybody? Yeah. It could work. Um, what do we think would be the most... I guess, like, crude way of showing a stare? Would it just be, like, the Astaire symbol, um, like, broken up? Or would it be, like, the Astaire symbol with, like, the Malchus symbol, like, over it? Um, hmm. So the symbol of Astaire is highlighted here. It is a blue triangle with golden rings on each corner. 
So if you wanted to bastardize it, you could break the the triangle into pieces. You could move or remove the rings. Um, it's pretty. What do you call it? Um. It's, it's a um, a very simple repeating pattern. Yeah. So. I mean, you could do a circle with three triangles, and then it's like reverse the. Circle. Yeah. Ooh. That could work. Ooh I yeah. Like that, yeah. That's good. Yeah, that is good. Okay. So, yeah. Um, if everybody's cool with that, I think that's what we'll do then. Yeah, nice. All right. Then we're getting them from every angle. Like, the spiritual, the yeah. legal, the violent. They should uh, think twice before going against us. Mm, All right. Staying with us, you basically get your life. You can live how you want. You just have to be told what to do every now and again. Yeah, we can maybe make them like check in with us every now and again at the base or like check in with Wiley so they'll have to like come back and pay money up like some sort of percentage of what they earn I think um, we want... out what their usual trade routes are and have them stop in um, the town that we live near yeah do we want to take them to the base or can yeah, we I think... take them nearby well I think the base is such a big thing if they ever get like mine red or anything they will know where the base is and everything mm. We could, yeah. we could blindfold them when we sail there. Yeah. So they would have no fucking idea where they are. Um, we, they would just show up inside of the base. And then when we take them away, we unblindfold them. We sail a day out, and then we let them. We need a way to contact them, though. Like, I'd like to be able to say, like, oh, can you give us a lift to this town and get us in, basically. They could use yeah. Lady Nightingale as their point of contact to leave messages with her. They're a reputable business. You can probably get messages to and fro islands. Yeah, that could work. Is there any way we could take them to the base blindfolded, do the ritual and all that, and then drop them off back at Flotsam and have them think that they'd been, like, teleported there? Or Maybe so not teleported, but we could just have them on the ship sailing around for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we could do that, yeah. I think I do have a spell to make people pretend to be dead. So they wouldn't know the passage of time. Oh, if you have um, that spell, it could be useful, yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Hang on. Bane Death, I think? Sure. That would, I've never thought of a use for that spell, but that could be pretty cool. Because then we could have them be like, you know, check in with Nightingale once a month and pay your taxes to us. And if we need you, we'll leave a message with her. Mm-hmm. And then it's convenient for us, it's right by, but she won't necessarily know that that's where we're set up. Unfortunately, faint death doesn't last nearly long enough. It's only how long does it last? Ten minutes plus yeah. a minute per level. But I think blindfolding them below the deck and uh, sailing around for a week should be enough. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. on our journey, we'll just keep them below deck. Okay. Uh, yeah. And can you see Port Ferris from our? Entry? Not from the inside, right? Uh, from from some of the windows remember there was that one of the core clues that you got to the location of some of the stuff was the Mm. you could see it from the the, you could hear the night market and you could see the the lagoon okay well what if we do the ritual somewhere else then doesn't it can just be somewhere along the way yeah let's just do it along the way and we don't have to do it at the base yeah okay so i think what we'd like to find on the way home is some sort of abandoned little island where we could stop off and get sailed to concoct this ritual to have them pledge their souls if they betray us. 
or something like that. We know of an abandoned island. We yeah, that's top true. Left, where all of our peeps Sulfur. are. Mm-hmm. Sulfur uh, Island. Yep. Sulfur Island. Okay. Uh, so we leave Monshare and we head along the ring until we get to Sulfur Island. Yep. Yeah. Any navigation. Uh, not yet. we're just going along the ring, uh, there's no need to make a navigation check. If you want to try and cut through the ring to speed up your time, we need a navigation check. Well, we're not in our, like, fancy, fast, yeah, we're not maneuverable fast, ship. Yeah. Right, right. So uh, you, you don't... just take the easy route. We should take um, the easy route, yep. So, the other question is, do you just want to go by power of sail, which between the four of you, plus the captain, uh, I guess you, you're going to leave her tied up below decks, but the four of you could manage the ship on your own if you needed to, or you could use the drums to make the to power the oars and go a little bit faster. But then they will hear the drumming, and they'll hear the splashing of the oars. I think that's fine. It'll impress them. Yeah. Well, I think we want to yeah. get across this idea that the White Prince is not infallible. So mm-hmm. anything you know, if we can get like, look, we've got this item that you've heard about that the White Prince has. You've just seen us kill the cleric. Okay. Plus, it but, might even be intimidating. Like, how could we ever compete with ghost rowers? Yeah. So you will let them even see the ghost rowers then? You want to show them off to these people? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, do we want to drop off weapons for the goblins? Yeah. Um, I made it a point last episode to say that I gathered every single one of their weapons, all their bows, all their arrows. Wait, wait, wait. Stuff. When we meant to we're be giving... dropping it to the goblins, we're giving yeah. it to the other people. Yeah, Sulf- yep. on Sulfur Island, oh, yeah. Which is where That's we're right. going, yeah. So it works yeah. out perfectly. Actually, perfect. That lines up, yeah. Right. Um, do we have any way of singling them? Signaling? Yeah, so we don't uh, have to, like, climb all the way up again. I think they knew we arrived, right? It's, they said they saw us, so, so I, I wonder if we could start a fire or blow a horn or something we to know get their attention. At. We know where they're at, right? Because they had, like, a, a spyglass. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. that you can signal them with a spyglass. And they'll yeah, see maybe. ship arrive, and then we'll just leave the shit there. We'll just leave the weapons there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and then they'll get them in. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, you leave Monshare and head in the direction of Crob Strait and down the chain of islands. Uh, the next day... This was Monshare. And new ship was here. Do we want to visit the goblins at all? I don't think so. But if you want to, maybe we can. I don't know. I'm just trying to think if they'd have anything for us or if we could do anything for them. We are really sloppy. It's more likely to be the latter than the former, I think. Yeah. Didn't we skate by and like the town was on super high alert, so docking would have been hard? On the other side, yeah. On the mm-hmm. other side, yeah. Hmm. We could dock on the goblin side, but it's kind of risky if all the white princess people are watching. They might chase us. Yeah, yeah, it's probably just fine to leave them for now. Probably no reason yeah. to go back and talk to them. In fact, I think we don't even sail through the strait. I think we should just go around. Sail yeah, around it. Fuck it, yeah. Oh, wait, we're going to go through Starbucks blockade, aren't we? Well, the no, block... blockade's on the right. Yeah, the blockade was, was here, um, near Monshare. 
near uh, Port yeah, Jasper is where they were holding the ships. So you you don't have to if you just head yeah. clockwise. No, you, I, I, uh, yeah, you but know. I thought they were holding the ships there because Starbuck was blockading somewhere to the west. No, to the east. Okay. I'm pretty uh, sure. It wasn't a, so much a blockade. It was just there's a pirate there and it's dangerous. And so they were holding the ships back until the pirate could be dealt with. Right. So we might still run into him then, but we'll see. Well, um, the day after you leave Mon Cher, you, you pass Krob Strait. And as you're going past the... Yes, you can get spells. Um, as you're going past Swamplandia, you can see the HS Lawbringer. It is one of these massive carrier ships. Uh, they're called Roosts. And you notice, you see these griffins in the sky. And then you see like a griffin hop off the side from like just above the deck of this very large modified clipper ship, which has extra space on it. And these roosts down below where griffins can be. And you see these griffins in the air circling just around the corner of the Swamplandia Island. The the Lawbringer is sitting right around here with its three masts. In the waterline. And the griffins... Whoops, that's the wrong button. The griffins are coming around or circling around something on the north side of the island as you are all approaching from this way. So what would you like to do? do you clear the fuck clear. That's interesting. Swamplandia, we've not been there, right? No, you don't know much about it. There just seems to be like a pretty flat, jungly island with four uh, river deltas coming off of it. And then just everything else is dense jungle. And there's a couple of like little villages near some of these river deltas, but they're pretty small. It's probably uh, yeah, something I... interesting there, but it's too risky, right? We'll Ooh. note it, but... Do you want to? So you want to like yeah. sail around the other way, sail around the top way to get a good look, just hold in place and watch from afar and like wait. Um, what do you want to? How do you want to go? Yeah, I'm fascinated by this massive ship and is enticed by it. It's calling to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel enticed by it slightly. We could also signal. Could you imagine if we captured this? Oh my god, how much would that be worth? Oh my god, what, what do you mean uh, worth? We would sail it. Can you? It's... You could ride a griffin, Archie. Yeah. Imagine that. I don't know. I'll call up the other captain and ask if she knows anything about it. Yeah. Why it's here? She takes a look and nods. It's the the lawbringer. It's one of the roosts, the one that patrols the outer rim. Archie's looking into the air. The fist bringer. We gotta capture the ship, guys. I guess is this is what they were waiting for to deal with. Starbuck. God, I feel bad for him. How many griffins have they got on there? Um, it has. It would have fit four griffins. Okay. Four griffins with uh, knights and plate mail. That's bad times, that. There's no way. No, mm. absolutely. Yeah, of course not. Plus, uh, a powerful wizard and cleric, at least one of each, political officers, proper soldiers, not just, you know, guardians like that, but proper soldiers, drummers, rowers. Well, no, rowers. They, uh, she looks at you all. We know. Yeah. You know, considering how we met, 
If they see your ship sailing past, are they likely to uh, want to speak to you? She shakes her head. No. I don't think so. All right. Well, I think we just um... we just sail past. <laughs> can we can we go at a distance near where they wouldn't be able to see the rowers? What if yeah, because the rowers. Glass? So now that you've got a cargo ship, the rowers aren't on the top deck. The rowers are yeah. down in the hull of the ship, and so they would see the oars moving, but, but they, they wouldn't are they see. Ghostly oars, or are they real oars? They're real oars operated oh, okay. by ghostly people. So if you don't have any oh, oars, and the ship doesn't move itself, right? So you you actually have to have the the oars on hand. So it would look like you just had proper rowers who were moving your shit. Great. I was going to say we try and like sail around outside the rim, but it's probably better to just act normal and go past them. Yeah. All right. So you will. Is, is it, would it be normal for ships to signal each other for news as well? Like, is the you know is it dangerous? Is there any pirates spotted? Uh, that would not be an uncommon thing. That would be fairly ordinary to do. Wait. We could ask a couple questions as we sail past. They might. Um, they might want to stop us and warn us that they've not dealt with Starbuck yet. Right. I'm pretty sure Starbucks on the right side. We came through the left side. I'm like 99% sure. We could also send a signal. We caught we caught through though, so we might have missed the blockade, or we might have missed Starbucks, whatever he was doing. No. Okay, wait, well we I'm sure they'll signal us if if there's problems. Let's not yeah, signal wait, them well, first. But yeah, but what if they were like come and dock with us and chat? Well, we're gonna let's find out if they do. Because if they do, <laughs> then we can make a decision. Because hang on. Because that happened to us before, right? They were, like, trying to call us in and warn us, and we just ignored them. Not these guys, but it was somebody else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's better just to see if it happens, and then we can talk about it versus talking about it. So, okay. to the north we go, sailing on the inside of the island. And uh, as you round this corner, with a, you know, a good distance between you and all these people, so you're not going to get too involved in it, you can see a, a small ship, it's a smaller cargo ship, um, flying a black flag that is oh, desperately shit. making its way um, in this direction. It's not going as fast as your ship. It's a smaller cargo ship. It's operated by sail power, no oars. And you can see three griffins circling over the top of it while the fourth griffin makes its way in that direction. I, I look with my spyglass onto the ship. Your broken spyglass? No, That's I have fixed. a real one, now. Okay, it's got it fixed. Good, good. Uh, onto which ship? That's the, the ship, the small cargo ship that's fleeing the griffins. Ah, uh, you see <laughs> a small crew um, on, on it, you know, working the sails, uh, throwing overboard every last little bit of cargo to gain every last ounce of speed that they can they can pull. Um, they look pretty desperate, and they keep glancing up towards the sky. Some of them, most of them, have weapons. Some of them have crossbows. The rest of them have spears or sabers. Um, but they're just desperately trying to get every ounce of power out of this ship. I didn't see Starbuck on the deck. Mm-mm. No. Well, I'm looking for them. Yeah. Um, the griffins swoop lower and then start, you know, lash the sailors, or not sailors, the knights on the griffins start lashing out towards the mast and the riggings after they've determined that it doesn't look like there's any real artillery or spellcasters. The men below fire crossbow shots at griffins. A few will land and wound the griffins who don't aren't too bothered by it. 
um, but the riggings get thrashed by knights on griffin back. The man in the crow's nest with a spear trying to ward them off is quickly brought low by these seventh level knights, something like that. They're fighting pretty well. Uh, and eventually the knights hop off their griffins and feather fall their way down to the decks below. Fuck, that's cool. Yeah, uh, these guys are badass. Pretty quick battle. The knights are in plate mail and they're pretty strong. The sailors on board have no recourse for this. Uh, but with your spyglass, while all this is going on, you can see one lone figure squeezing out of a porthole right above the water's surface on the lowest deck um, and like scrambling around and desperately clinging to the prow of the ship and holding and hiding. Is it Starbuck? It's hard to tell at this distance. Give me a charisma check. Yeah. Um... Ah, oh, damn it. And, you know, with the, Wait, the sea spray... The spyglass, no? no, no, no. The spyglass is what is giving you the ability to take a look. Uh, with the sea okay. spray and, like, the clothing flapping in the wind, and it's just it's too hard to get a good proper look. And plus, you're going up and down as well. Um, as the the other cargo ship begins to, like, slow to just the speed of the waves now that its sails are, are ruined, um, the figure pulls something out of a bag drinks it, and drops beneath the waves. Not to be seen again. What about us? Signal the, uh, signal the other ship. Tell me you saw. Really? You want to help them out? Yeah, why not? No, fuck that. I'm not helping them. Why? If it is Starbuck, better he lives than dies. And say, the further away we stay from these griffins and these knights, the better. We shouldn't engage with them. And none. Especially when we have a <clears throat> questionably loyal crew. Now, would it be suspicious if we were to sort of sail in that direction and drop anchor and hope that you can climb up the rope onto our ship? Absolutely. How about we just get the fuck <laughs> Yeah, okay. Decision overturned. Let's leave. So, no things to message. Uh, you sail on past... The lawbringer doesn't flag you or try to, you know, notice you in any way, shape, or form. They don't seem to care. You'll see that the one griffin remains flying above while the three knights uh, handle the ship, and soon the lawbringer approaches the small cargo ship. Boats are launched, 12 soldiers on each boat, and uh, soon the cargo ship is overrun. The people are taken in chains back to the lawbringer. The lawbringer comes round in front of it and attaches long ropes and chains from one ship to the other to tow it and continues to head in this direction. Um, it will eventually outpace you. The lawbringer is a faster ship than your cargo ship. Um, even towing this, this other cargo ship behind it, it has incredible speed. It's got a ton of oars, huge sails, plus a, at least one wizard and one cleric on board who use magic to help aid the speed of the ship. And within a day, it is gone from sight. And here we will take our first break. See you guys on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our party passes Swamplandia and continues on their route, heading for Sulphur Island, is it? Yep. yep. Three, four, five. Making sure the crew are below deck this whole time. 
18, 19, 20 islands down the road. Okay. Um, and we'll also make like a few turnarounds because it's probably pretty easy for a captain to kind of guess guesstimate, you know? So mm -hmm. no one will try and throw them off. I don't know if you want like a navigation check or like a seamanship to like see if we've successfully um hide hidden our whereabouts or whatever right yeah. right wait oh and also make sure that none of them have got compasses yeah um it's not a yeah. difficult thing i mean if you're tying them below decks so they can't see where you're going you're probably just like putting a bag over their head otherwise they could look out the the windows or the portholes and and uh, recognize islands as they go past. So you're going to need to effectively blindfold them for the two weeks that it will take you to get to Sulphur Island. Um, yeah, while we do what we've got to do. Yeah. And a good sailor, if they know they're headed in a certain direction and they know the capabilities of their ship, could probably get a pretty good guess. You know, it takes us 17 hours to get from port to port, you know, or in three days we can pass this many islands. So if they know the time passage and they estimate max speed, they can get a rough approximation of where they might be. Um, do you have any interest in like slowing your journey down to confuse them yeah. or finding a way of speeding mm -hmm. up to confuse them? I think the rowers would be significantly faster than they would be used to, right? That's true. They don't Probably, normally yeah. operate under rower speed. They normally just operate with sail power so that it's cheaper to move everything. I think all we do is instead of just following a straight line, we can just like weave in and out around some of the islands every now and again. Mm -hmm. Like right, traffic we'll take, kind of. We'll take longer. All right. Um, and it will be then early December. You arrive at Sulphur Island. Uh, the ship, despite having not a lot in the way of cargo, does have food and water for weeks and weeks because you absolutely need food and water in order to get anywhere, even if you don't have any um, goods you're hauling. And so we will find ourselves at Sulphur Island on the 3rd of December. Um, Moon, can you refresh my armor spell in the meantime? Yeah, everybody's armor spells will be refreshed. I'll take, um, I think, only two bus leather off for that. And everyone will be yep. at full HP by now. Yeah. Cool. Everybody has their armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only two people will need it. Great. Uh, arriving at Sulphur Island, the party is just going to go back around to the um, to the lagoon and drop yeah drop the stuff off at that little village. I think yeah, we will we spend some time. The car Ooh, that's a good point. The cargo ship um, looks a little sketch to bring all the way up that river to the lagoon. It's got a much deeper uh, draft to it. Your your long ship can easily go up that river without any problem. Your cargo ship, mm, probably not so much. Uh, its oar power is not as great. Even if at like full maximum rower speed, the ship just produces too much drag to go against the current of the river. And there's rocks and there's reefs and like the tight turns of the river need um, something with more maneuverability. So, yeah, so maybe uh, Archie and I will go in a rowboat. We'll anchor outside the edge of the lagoon and we'll go in a rowboat to the little dock take the weapons with us and enough wood to make a fire. You'll have to row up the whole river, essentially. Yeah. More work, yeah. Okay. Will that take days and days, or will it just be like a day? Uh, it'll probably be a day. 
yeah, a day fine. up and we then also, half a day back. We also want to signal them um, with our spyglass. So yeah, I'll take the spyglass and we can make wood to make a fire. Even a fire would probably be good enough. Near yeah. the temple, if you can get near it. Just uh, watch out for those perception checks and those pit traps. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know that they've got that high-up watchtower um, from which they gaze out at things coming by. So they must see you. You know, they've got... Yeah. They've got a good vantage point. Um, so they must have seen your ship go to the river, and they must see the ship go across the lagoon, the, the rowboat go across the lagoon. And it's then a different back. ship than we had last time, though. So... It is. Once Archie and I land... Um, I'm just gonna make a fire and then I'll like look with my spyglass to when someone's in their tower watching us and then I'll mm -hmm. sort of like wave and maybe like hold up some of the weapons and uh, once I feel like I've been spotted I'll just like hide the weapons somewhere nearby where the fire is and uh, mm -hmm. we'll head back yeah it goes well, let me roll for encounter checks uh, the two of you it's you and Archie yeah rolling up the river that's going to leave Sail and Nilrum for about a day and a half in charge of Ajora and her crew. And they've been blindfolded for weeks, and you've been, you know, feeding them and watering them. Um, someone's been having to make food since their cook is being blindfolded as well. Uh, what are you going to do, Sail and Nilrum, during these two two days or day and a half? Um, uh, probably just hang out. Talk to them, out. maybe talk to the captain, see if they can give us any good info. Uh, what what do they usually sell? Would be one of the questions, I guess. Uh, they they mostly just haul whatever people need hauled. Um, they're not so much in. They they rarely buy and sell. They mostly just pick up cargo. But if they see something that they know, you know, we we visited Port Ferris recently, and we know that the the price of um, copper is really really low in Port Ferris, but we know over at like Port Alba. The price of copper is quite high since they, they don't have any copper mines. So they might like pick up a couple of bars of copper in Port Ferris and like try and sell them down over in Alba. But otherwise, it's like this person needs shit shipped. So we're just going to, you know, haul on big crates and who knows what they are. Um, mostly they're just movers of other people's goods. Fucking um, movers, man. Mm-hmm. Are you guys excited for your... Uh, your orientation i guess excited to become one of us dead quiet in response <laughs> i guess i want to like, leave it then oh yeah go ahead kill him i'm gonna like jump everyone in water and say don't you want to feel the touch of the undersea god and then i'll like grab one of their legs with my wet hand <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, we're excited. We're excited not to meet the Undersea God. We're excited to stay on the ship. Oh, uh, I'll spend my time making, uh, I'll cast Great Holy Symbol, like, once or twice, and then make that into, uh, mm. uh necklaces. Excellent. Uh, at some point, Ajora will ask you who this Undersea God is. He has... No name that can be spoken but by the most devout. But if you serve him well, you cannot drown, and the sea will forever be yours. 
Ooh. Is that true, Sale? You can stand or water? <laughs> it's not a perfect ability. <laughs> I know. I'm, listen, every god has a bit of flair to it, okay? I'm, I'm selling it. I got it. I got it. The goods can be dropped off. Um, you see some strange creatures moving in the trees as you row up and down that river. There are sometimes like large hulking shapes that might be trolls or, or ogres or some sort of large humanoid creature, maybe like a, a mini giant, um, something mm. at least eight feet tall, but it's always deep in the jungle and you can only catch like a glimpse of something here or a shadow of something there or like a branch that bends, but it's too high up for a normal person to reach out to it. Gives you the impression that there are some sort of monstrous humanoids on either side of the river. Okay. Um, but they don't bother your boat. You can drop off your goods and you can row back and the whole party together again can finish the journey from Sulphur Island past Crystal Cove. Wait, wait, wait. We, we need to stop off somewhere to do the ritual. We were going to do it here, but if we can't get the ship into the lagoon, then we can't do it here. So we need to find somewhere else. Mm. So if we could just find like a small island, Neil, in the water somewhere, that would be perfect. Otherwise, we're going to have to find somewhere else. Well, um, remember, these islands aren't all to scale. So Crystal Cove is quite small in comparison to everything else. Um, there are some small villages among it, and there's also just like open land uh, where there are no villages, just like beaches, um, what you call it, like atoll-style beaches. Yeah, but we need to be in a valley or something where they can't see around them. Why can't we just do it in mm. our base of operations and bring them in blindfolded and do it um, on like, yeah. the back side of the island? Yeah, okay, we can do that. Okay. We just need to make sure that none of them see out any of the portholes. So we'll have to just pick a room that, or a part of the island where they can't see Flotsam. Yeah, let's just do it in the basement down in one of the locked islands with, like, silver doors or whatever, right? If there is such a place, yeah. Well, there is the the basement um, where yeah. the old treasury would be in the old, um, you know, magic storage room. There's those two rooms down there lined with silver and lead. Will we not need the sea, though, for the ritual? Yeah. Mm, Maybe yep. you could bring a bucket of seawater, I suppose. You could do that, but probably better than the sea. Yeah, I think we could do it on the back side of the island, one mm -hmm. day at a time. Can we find, like, a valley nail where they won't necessarily be able to, you know, where they're surrounded by cliffs on around them, so they won't necessarily be able to see where they are? I've searched the island, so I know if there's a suitable place. You can find, a, um, like, a, a bit of a cove that kind of has a, a U-shape yeah. like this to it, um, and there, there'll be, like, mountains definitely across the backside, and then there'll be jungle on either side which will block line of sight mostly so their their view yeah. cone will be about yay big that's great so what we'll do is we'll get them to the base and then we're going to march them out to that place the next day or whatever whenever we want to do the ritual okay great so tell us uh, how much detail do you want to go into this ritual right now um i have a couple of like small ideas i was going to try to make it like as religious as possible so like you know uh in order to sway yourself to the the god of the sea you have to like take into your body the bounty of the sea so they have to eat some kind of seafood and then drink seawater and mm -hmm. then actually put their head under the water and like that kind of a, like it's like a, almost like a cleansing ritual mm -hmm. 
and then like a oh. declaration of servitude to him. Since uh, you're like a priest in this situation, right? You wouldn't wear robes. Maybe you should get like a bunch of seaweed and like drape it over you. That's like <laughs> yeah. a robe. Absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah. A shawl of kelp dons your shoulders. Do you make them say his name? I think or are they not? what I would what I would do is dunk them and then request Rohi to judge them. Oh. And see if he sees them fit for service. Maybe you like whisper their name in their then, ear as you dunk their head. Because then there might, yeah, because then there maybe is like a one in, you know, ten chance that he doesn't, and one of them gets whipped away. And <laughs> Well, there are six crew members and the captain now, because one of them, one of them didn't make it um, initially. So he just went see. to visit Rohi Ali. He's the lucky I think one. My, I think the first guy to really sell the ritual, I would like intentionally just get Rohi to pull him under. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the first one you tell the other people is going to be tested, but you tell Rohi is a sacrifice. Yes. And I take it everyone else gets to watch each of these things happen, right? They see you in your your shawl of seaweed dunking this man's head underwater. Yeah, as I say the name, Rohi. But they probably, I think they would be far enough to not hear it. I think they will. Yeah, they're far enough up the beach to not hear it when dark tentacles come out of the water grab the man and drag him to the depths a gasp runs through the viewers they're shocked I'll throw at my, seeing this mm-hmm. I'll throw my arms in the air and cool. be like he was not worthy bring the next <laughs> <laughs> alright the next shows up you dunk them Rohi judges them and they pass they're fine and the final part of the ritual is they swear servitude. After they've been judged? I guess. Yeah, no, it would be before. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so they swear servitude and then they're dunked and judged? Yes. Um, no one will do the markings. After they have been uh, judged, he will do the uh, bastardized version of the Astaire symbol, which is a circle and then three triangles. Excellent. All right. The first one has passed. The second is also passes. I'd just like to point out the irony of that. Sale pulled me away from a normal ass party and killed a bunch of people there under the pretense that it was a cult, and now he actually has a cult. <laughs> but you're at the ground. You're at the ground level of the cult, so it's good. Yeah, you're in the, the top pinnacle of the pyramid. <laughs> the third sailor is judged well. The fourth also has sworn allegiance and Rohi has deemed them worthy. Our fifth sailor, however, does not pass the test. They say the words, they eat the food, they're dunked beneath the waves, and as you wait for Rohi to, you know, give you the signal that they're okay, instead dark tentacles reach out, wrap themselves around his neck, and sort of squeeze until there's a pop, and then the head floats off 
and tentacles drag the body after it. The sixth sailor. The sixth sailor is pulled into the water for a little bit and then released. Like, it looks like they're about to get dragged away, but after being pulled maybe 15, 20 feet out out into the water, uh, the grip of whatever this is releases, and they sort of float to the surface and then kick and swim and paddle and, like, walk the rest of the way to shore. Uh, brother, did he speak to you? No. No, there was just something strong. Something, and he, like, puts a hand to a neck where you can see there's like lots of little circles all over the throat. I felt it. I felt it on my neck, on my body. It it was strong. It was tight. What? Who? What? What is it? Is it an aboleth? It's the god that you serve now, brother. He drops to his knees and uh, kisses the sand before scrambling back to shore. Leaving you with just... Captain Ajora. I hope she doesn't roll badly. Is there anything that anyone wants to say or do to make a, an impression? I think I would. I assume I have a way to signal to Rohi that maybe this one's kind of like important to judge a little bit leniently. <laughs> <laughs> For political mm-hmm. reasons. <laughs> I'm sure that Rohi understands. Partially theater. I think I think he would get that. She passes as well. She eats the seaweed. She says the words. She swears fealty to this new unknown god. Her head is dunked, and she comes out the other side. A loyal servant of Rohi, or at least Rohi has deemed her worthy. And now you have five new crew members and one new ship's captain who has a ship legally and lawfully in her name and who has sworn her allegiance to your deity and your cause. All right. Um, Once the ritual is over, I'll walk down from whatever place I was sitting uh, watching this happen and I'll come and stand before the, the six of them and say, all right, well, those of you judged worthy are still here and I hope you understand the oath you've taken this day and uh right now the punishment for your betrayal is more than just legal violence and mortal your souls are on the line here i hope that you can keep your word no we'll take um a piece of hair from each person and a dunk uh, like a little drop of their blood put them into some vials or some glasses mm-hmm. lying around um he'll mark each one of their names and show them to each individual mm-hmm. they well, see it with your orientation complete I'm afraid you'll be back to your blindfolds but we will set sail tomorrow where we will drop you off with an associate of ours and we'll explain more when we get there for now you should rest and think about what's happened today and um, I'll give Archie a nod to go and like put their blindfolds back on okay. and we'll lead them back into the base. Archie! Should we uh, mark ourselves, Captain? 
I, yeah, I look around at the group and nod. Okay, I'll do the mark on, I guess, everybody else. And then I'll These are all um, captain lower back tattoos? I think so. Yeah, I think that's a good spot for it. Yep, lower back. Mm-hmm. And I'll give the... the... I was thinking the small of the back. Oh, okay. It's like a tramp stamp or like just above tramp Yeah. I just want to say. Okay. And then I'll give uh, Captain the dagger to mark uh, me. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do it on him too. The Crimson Tramps. Can I do a... What kind of check do you want for my artistic ability to do a nice, you know, all around circle uh, with my three triangles? And you're, this is like a, a carving into the flesh, right? This is yeah. not... Okay. Uh, dex with check, please. With the bard's dagger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, not very dex. Oh. Um, well, that is a natural okay. 20 on your dex check. So that looks great. It was meant to be good. Good. Yeah. That was perfect. Archie. Everyone seems to have some role in the conversion of these people. Your role was the initial in intimidation. How are you feeling about these uh, ec- extraneous options? These oaths and these hair and blood pluckings and the tattooings and... You know, I've been on less weird ships. I've been in less weird crews, that's for sure. Um, but you know what? They need me in the back, just kind of leaning against a wall, my arms crossed, looking at everyone, making sure that they know that if they get up and hurt my crew, I'll be there to punch mm-hmm. their face in. I feel like I'm doing okay. You know what? I'm on a ship. I'm having a good time. How are you doing with the mysticism of this all? Archie didn't strike me as a particularly religious or like spiritual person, yeah. but Not shit's really getting shit's getting he, kind he of. Do- Sorry. He does think that Rohi is pretty cool, though, and like with everything that he's talked with Sale about him, he has like a good impression of him. Like previously, when people in his life talked talk to him about the gods, um, he, he always thought it was kind of like it was a little much, you know. They were a little bit crazy about them, and they were the, these high figures that you never. And and with Sale, it's like okay, it's just like a little buddy. It's a friend that helps him out in the ocean, you know. <laughs> and he thinks that's that's kind of neat. It's kind of cool. Um, and he sees Sale and how powerful he is and the things he does, and he thinks that he thinks that's cool. So he, he's feeling it. Okay, You're getting with it. Yeah. What about you, Captain Winners? You just wanted to sail around with your buddy and you know loot and pillage and have money and have a good time. But you've somehow fallen in with this like dark well, undersea god. Fates works in mysterious ways. Uh, unfortunately, due to the nefarious actions of Nora, my soul is currently being, uh, I'm in the same bargain that these people are, that's how I got the idea mm. at least from my point of view, so um, I don't think John's that bothered about the White Prince and given, left to his own devices, he'd probably just work within the law, probably like Starbuck, right, and just try and make as much money as he could, but uh-huh. you can't always, uh, you've got to play the hand that you're dealt, so, so it you're... is what it is, and who yeah. can deny the uh, the miracles that I've seen Mm-hmm. You know, no other cleric can do things like this. Mm-hmm. Not so soon. Out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, your people have been converted. And they meet the rest of the crew? They meet the rest of your... Uh, the people in your base? Wiley and... And... Uh, Jimmy... 
and oh, I should. Bobby, I'm sorry. And uh, the other two, I can't remember the names right now, but I'm sure I have them down. Those guys know where they are, though, so mm -hmm. we need to make sure they don't reveal any details. I feel like I'd be more comfortable just letting them meet Wiley. Mm -hmm. We could do a structured meeting, you know? But yeah, yeah, I think that's fine as well. Okay, but Janet and John Brophy? No, no I don't feel like those two are loyal enough. Bobby and Wiley seem pretty loyal. Yeah, yeah I mean, Bobby and Wiley got to, and we got to mark all these people too. Yeah, we should probably do the same ritual with the with the uh, the other two. To be yeah. honest, I think we made a different deal with them, and this was partially because these guys are going to be given independence. This was like yeah. to secure. Yeah, you are right. Maybe it's yeah, uh, that's maybe fine. it's maybe it's not fair. But Bobby and Wiley should probably be marked. <laughs> marked, if, yeah. We don't, marked, yeah. We don't yeah, need no, to do the whole thing, but yeah, marked, yeah. We can mark them. Come here, Bobby. <laughs> uh, Bobby comes on over. Yeah. Did you Did you get my club? Bend over, boy. Yeah, bend over. Bend over. <laughs> uh, he leans over. <laughs> uh, and I will uh, have Captain help hold me down. Hold him down. We're not going to tell him what we're doing. You know, it's just right. It's just all of a sudden there's boy. yeah. All of a sudden, you get a dagger to the back, and we're, you know, carving some symbols on him. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, I think this is my finest one yet, Bobby. Good job. <laughs> so these are more scars than tattoos, then, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're um, not branding. It's the other term when you carve something. Scarification. Yeah. yeah. Um, great. Well. Now what? What do you guys want to do? The the, the well, sea is yours. You've got new people. You've got a new no, no, boat. We've got, there's one more stage, right? We need to blindfold them, get them back on the ship, sail around for a few days, and then we're going to drop them off. We also uh, need copper with Nightingale. Do we need copper to unsize the ship, or mm -mm. no? Well, we wait. Just, uh... We shouldn't. Okay, so hold on. We got to talk about this. We got to sail around a few days, and then they have to be the ones to go in the port, right? into uh, yes. lots important go talk to nightingale so yeah, how do we which do that means... how do we sail around for a few days let them take command of the ship and we get off and go on our own well no, i think one of us needs to go with them to introduce them to nightingale right sure the only issue is the inquisitor is going to be probably inspecting everyone who gets off the ship right will he inspect everyone works. personally i don't think so right i think like i could I probably get away with it with disguise Oh, well. I don't think we yeah, can send a spellcaster. We can't send a spellcaster. No, we can't send a spellcaster, yeah. Okay. It's gonna be me yeah. or Archie. Um, there is a like chance that I get... There's a chance I get recognized. You have been in that town many times. Yeah. I'm sure that this captain can disguise you as a member of her crew well enough. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's the plan. We sail around, and then... At some point... The, all of us will be on the boat, and then whilst they're blindfolded and we're near our base, uh, Archie, Sale, and Nilrim will get off and go on the rowboat back to our base, and then I'll command them to go to Flotsam Island, and then I'll probably have to come back to the beach and show a signal that night so you can come back and get me on the boat to get sure. me back to the island, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that works. <clears throat> so we, we, you know, we spend another three or four days just sailing around. 
Okay. We fuck around. Um, just for everyone's edification, your new crew members are uh, Scarlet, Olivia, Emma, Miley, and Finn. Those are the, the six people, five people plus Ajora that survived these trials and tribulations. There were uh, five think, women and one guy. Uh, including Scarlet, it was five women and one man that survived. Uh, I don't think we need to go into like heightened weights and backstories for these people no. at this point in time. But if ever you want to know more about them, I will happily generate more information on them for you. Um, you sail around for a few days and eventually yeah. you're going to let them take the ship no no i the three archie sail and nilram when we're near the base we'll take the rowboats and leave mm-hmm. and then once they're gone and we're a little bit further i'm gonna unblindfold them all at that point when we're near flotsam mm-hmm. and then i'll be like all right <clears throat> so you know i call them all on deck finally um there was four of us there the last time they knew but now it's just me and i'll go i'll take Ajora's blindfold off and then tell her to do this to the same for the rest of the crew. Uh-huh. They'll look around and she'll take a moment and gaze at the place and be like, this is uh, Port Ferris, right? That's right. What, Flotsam Island? So, yes. I have a, a friend here I'd like to introduce you to. Why don't you set sail for the port and Ajora? I'm somewhat known on this island, so make sure um, I'm going to disguise myself and if there's any questions, just make sure they uh, don't get too close to me. All right. She takes command of the ship, sails it uh, under the power of the remaining people, which is a little bit tough, you know, um, but it yeah. manages to work. Um, uh, I've still got my monkey with me, I think. They don't of course. Know about the monkey. Yeah, the ship docks at the main dock of Flotsam Island. Off you step along with everyone else. Um, very quickly, you are brought to sea. Where is it over here? Uh, you step off of this main dock over here nice. while the map slowly loads into uh point where you can see it. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's not the right one. You're you come off of the that's actually so totally right. looks different. Yeah. Um and you'll see that this right here down in the middle is the Inquisitor's building. There's a giant symbol of a stair, like a create crafted into the stonework here, where the, there are stones that are blue and gold in nature. Um, and the Inquisitor will see you guys coming on down. You'll stop on over here and you know say hello. And the Inquisitor will do a quick inspection of everything. A big helm sitting on his head, gazing at all of you. Uh, you all pass pretty quick inspection. The papers are handed over. He takes a look at them. He asks what sort of cargo is being brought, and she says that they are empty on cargo here, looking to move wares and pick up new things. Um, and he'll you know take a look at it. each person carefully for a moment inspecting them ask if they've seen any news of pirates or any piracy happening and she'll say that she saw the hs lawbringer fighting someone over near swamplandia he will nod in approval of it um, and tell you good citizens to continue on your way and you and ajora and the rest of the crew can make your way through through um, port ferris yeah so does he look like a formidable fighter, or does he just look like someone who is a got magic items? 
He's got like heavy, uh, he's got like a breastplate on, but his arms are sort of free to help breathe in the impressive heat here. He's got an uh, arming sword at his side. He's got a squire with a big ass shield standing like, you know, 60 feet away in the shade watching. Um, the movements that this, the, um, the Inquisitor makes are sort of bold and confident. He moves with that presence of like, I am in charge of everything around me that like, you know, um, that projection yeah. of power. But it's hard to tell if this is just, I'm, I'm used to a position of power and so I exude confidence because I've never been challenged, or if it's like, I could actually kill everyone here if I needed. Um, yeah. You'd really need to see him in a fight to judge his abilities. Yeah. You want to pick a fight with him to find out? No, not right now. Okay. Mm. Um, One day. So once we move away from the dock and away from the Inquisitor's house... Um, rather than go straight to Nightingale, I just want to stop in at a tavern, get everyone a drink, sit around the table, and then uh, as long as we're relatively private, I'm going to explain to them uh, what the plan is here. Great. And when you say everyone, uh, we mean not the rest of the party, because they are somewhere else yeah, right now. I mean these six people. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So I get them all. They're all sat down. I, you know, I get some drinks brought over and mm-hmm. say, right, well... The reason we're here in Port Ferris is because there's a, a local lady here. Goes by the name Nightingale, but it's just around, around here. We've been able to work with her successfully. She's a friend of ours. And uh, we're obviously going to need to be in contact with you. So I'm thinking, like we said, the deal is you can go about your normal business. Obviously, you've got to tick, click, kick up some taxes to me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say 10%. Of everything mm-hmm. you make, I want you to check in with Nightingale here in Flotsam once a month, assuming it's safe, to pay your ten percent. And if we have any messages for you, we'll leave them with her. Hmm. That makes sense. Um. Once a month is very often <clears throat> for a seafaring. You think, yeah, maybe once a month is too much. Like, maybe once every three months, then. Seems good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it actually takes them... Ores mix... Oh, my numbers are all fucked up, but I think it takes them about uh, 43 days to do a full cycle of the Outer Ring. And since they've got a cargo ship, they can't really go against the current. So yeah. it would need to be we'll at least... Three four... months. Three months is fine. Okay. Four times a year. Um, all right, so I'm going to let you know. We'll go and introduce you to her. I'll leave you there. I'm going to leave, and uh, you won't see me again until the next time I have need of you. But I expect to be able to collect your payment, you know, in three months' time. Mm-hmm. Okay. 10% is pretty reasonable, right? 10% yeah. is a, that gives them enough money that they can still make money, um, and it kicks up a, a pretty good tax to you. 10% is, is not bad. Yeah, it's not oppressive. They'll probably make money fencing whatever we give them. Like, so they, they won't be poor. Yeah, they mm-hmm. won't be poor. And um, we can Did still, if we... Bring the jewelry? Or no? Oh, to Nightingale. Yeah. Um, I've definitely got some wealth on me to pay the next tranche of what I owe her. So, yeah, I'd probably take a bunch of the gold and silver jewelry then. Cool. Take it on, yeah. I guess. Okay. Um... Okay, so we finish our drinks, and um, 
I'll stand up and walk us all to Nightingale's house. And I guess this time I will... Uh... No, we'll still go around the back. Back. So you will bring all six of them to uh, Lady Nightingale's place, heading turning through the back door at the garden? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, you'll come back around. You will see that once again, there is a oh, no. little wee folk hanging out in the garden. Uh, this time up in a tree, pruning some branches. They'll see over the gate to you arriving and like a, a whole bunch of people behind you um, hop down and open the gate for you, bring you on in. Hello, 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 hello. Hey, buddy. How's it going? You doing all right? Tree's looking great. Garden looks fantastic. Why, thank you. Um, is, the, uh, is the lady in? I don't, I don't know if you should be here today. Why? What's happened? Uh, the lady's husband's home. Oh, it's, uh, it's nothing like that. I just need to introduce her to some friends of mine. Uh, Purely business. I don't know if he knows what's going on, though. I don't think he's privy to your presence. My ladyship hasn't... hasn't... Could, uh, could you get a message to her for me? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, tell her to meet me in the the golden bucket uh, at Sundown. Okay. Uh, have, have a nice day, he says, and then waits. Yeah, I give him a, yeah, I give him a few silver. No, I, forget, I give him a gold piece. That's, that's the standard. All right, he happily Some pockets gold the gold and waves goodbye to you guys. Um, and later right, that we evening... Go the, we go back to the pub, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, many, many, many hours later, you will meet at the Golden Bucket. Uh, Lady Nightingale will come in. She'll have like a bodyguard who hangs out nearby, and he stops at the door um, as the rest of as you are sitting at a table with your newfound crew. All of them have been pretty tight-lipped, a little bit concerned about what's been going on, not wanting to make any trouble, so just kind of keeping a nice low profile. Um, yeah. The Lady Nightingale will show up, leaving her guard behind come over towards your table and lean in close uh hi friends you must Hello. be new in town i'm lady nightingale fantastic to meet you you're uh truly a vision hmm please uh can i buy you a drink sure um rose please and she will sit uh, like, pull up a second uh, a chair to the table to make it look like she's only here temporarily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll, order, I'll order a drink from the bar. And once she's got a drink, I say, okay, well, uh, Nightingale, I had some people that I wanted to introduce you to. This is uh, Ajora, the captain of these fine folk here. Mm -hmm. She pulls uh, out a deck of cards and starts shuffling them while you talk. They're going to be working with with us going forward, and uh, I need a way to keep in touch with them and collect their taxes without, mm -hmm. uh, you know, without being seen myself in the wrong places. So I was hoping that you may be able to act as a, a, a you know, a middleman between us here. Maybe meet with them once every three months, take the money. I uh, pass on any messages. And she... whilst we're on the topic, I do have another payment for you. Splendid. Um, she deals out some cards to just you and her and uh, puts some money on the table and then, you know, looks at you expectantly. Yeah, so I will, uh, I'll put in some, like, 
I in front of me, like I put like a load of gold pieces and like mm -hmm. a bunch of this jewelry and mm -hmm. have it in all the stack. And just as we're chatting, I'll just casually like lose hands to her and like pass over the uh mm -hmm. pass over the wealth. Yeah, the conversation goes, the wealth gets passed, the other people are, are watching, keeping super quiet. Ajora pipes in at some point, being like, Lady Nightingale, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Ajora. I'm a <clears throat> recent conscript or convert, depending on how you want to call it. Uh, she introduces herself, talks about her ship, the cargo they haul around, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and maybe half an hour later, you've lost enough money that, you know, you've lost your money and she... um packs up everything as well it's a pleasure to have taken all of your money uh new faces new friends nice to meet you i expect to see you in three months or so and um as always uh new friends and new strangers it's a pleasure to take money from you been a pleasure um all right so neil i give i've given her uh 50 gold and the five pounds of gold 20 pounds of uh, silver and ten jewelry. pounds of cheap, cheap, cheap jewelry. Yeah, uh, and she's pounds. gonna have to figure out this price because she has an appraiser and everything. Right, five pounds There's of gold, five, twenty pounds of silver, and ten gold, ten pounds of cheap jewelry, along with fifty gold coins. <laughs> All right, so she's now carrying like. 35, 40 pounds of wealth <laughs> back. You know, her pockets won't even fill this. She has to get a crate from the the bartender, you know, one of the, the crates that bottles of booze come in, and her guard will, you know, they'll put like a blanket over it or a towel over it so no one can see what's in it and haul away this crate of wealth. Anybody um, who was watching would see that he literally lost like a metric fuckload of uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. But I think it's just, you know, like, he brings out some stuff and puts it on the table, and then it gets yeah. moved, and he, like, brings out a little bit more. And so if someone was paying close attention, yeah. they would have seen 30 pounds of wealth moved from one to the other, but it happened in, like, little batches. Um, so maybe the, the bartenders or the, the waitresses who were bringing you drinks would have noticed the sheer volume, but most of the other nearby patrons are, are busy and doing their own things. It probably um, wouldn't be entirely unusual for, like, payments to be exchanged this way. So they'd be like, oh, they just made a deal, you know, mm -hmm. if someone did notice. Yeah, but that's true. Um, if you're going to do business, you could do it in a house or you could do it in a tavern. You know, it's not terribly unusual for large amounts of money to be on display in a major, well, minor port like this. This is a quite a lot, but eh, it's probably fine. Um. So after Nightingale leaves, I will uh, stand up and down the rest of my pint. Mm -hmm. and like slam it down on the table and say well Ajora and uh, you know friends it's been uh it's been good getting to know you I hope that you understand how serious what we're dealing with is here and uh with that I'll be bidding you adieu you're welcome to go back to your ship to conduct your business um as you will and uh if I have any messages for you you know where to find them and uh yeah good luck and with that, you depart, and they will stay and have a few more drinks and figure out what they're going to do, maybe pick up some cargo and continue along their way, expecting to be back in three months to deliver taxes and pick up and deliver messages. Yeah, um, um, so I will, if I can easily sneak out of town and get to the place that we usually row to. I've already rolled your charisma check. You uh, remain unnoticed and cool. exit town appropriately. And I, I signal for someone to come and pick me up. Mm -hmm. 
when I get back to the base. Hey, you know what we haven't done in like three episodes? Experience. Experience. Ooh. Oh, shit, yeah. Before you God. get back to the base, no one would have told you that we need more of the copper wire so we can okay. make the ship shrink again. Um, could I have grabbed that, Neil, when I was over there? Uh, it'll take a while to make, but you could have put it in order, and then at the end of your long yeah. rest here, you could... Um, we want three castings of it. Yeah. Okay. How much does that cost? Do you remember the price? It was about 100 gold to cast. Yeah, yeah it, it sounds about, about right. Cast. Yeah. So 300 gold? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you can just cool. pick that up in a week. Um, cool. And we will do experience. We haven't done this in a while. Uh, in fact, why don't we take our break right now, and I'll calculate experience during the break. And during the break, you guys can discuss amongst yourselves what it is that you would like to do next. Is it raiding an island, a coastal village? Are you going to go capture another ship? Are you going to try and like find some legitimate work? Are you going to maybe move to the inner islands and check out that big port town? There's so much to do. We'll find out what you guys are interested in on the other side of our break. So see you soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. I have calculated our party's experience total, and it comes out for, uh, well, let's talk about what it is, for the robbing of the glasssmith um, back way back on the other island and the beating up of the people and the chucking of the glasssmith into the furnace and all of that jazz for fighting the, the Malchus bears and meeting the dryads for searching um, the deserted island for the party, for the looting of the tomb, for the half-killing of the Revenant, who's still out there and coming for you, but can he really go across open ocean? That seems like a stretch. You're probably safe. Uh, for the soldiers and the cleric that you fought, for stealing a new boat, for all of these things, um, each player will receive 4,000 experience points. Uh, times point one, right? Uh, yes, times 1.1 if you have the 10%, which I think everyone does except for... I've only got on half of my classes. Uh, 25,430 XP. Hot diggity damn. How much? I, I ask every single time, what level do I level... What, what experience do I level <laughs> up at? Um, I'll check uh, for you. 248, is your progression, I think. Thirty-two probably. Thirty-two. Okay. How do we feel about rounding experience? Listen, I've got two thousand twenty-five thousand seven hundred and forty-eight, and it would just be so nice if it was seven hundred and fifty. Dangerous game you're playing, though. <laughs> you have how much down. is it? If I get two more XP, it'll be a nice round seven hundred and fifty at the end of my XP number. Oh. Oh, two XP. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. take extra XP now. Like does it so does it round you out to a, a nice even number? Yeah, just like no. a really nice seven fifty. Actually, after, if I take the extra two, you might need to give me like another another few on top of that to Here, round you me You can out. take two of my two. All right, I'll be at two. <laughs> I'll be at two five four two eight, and you can be at your round number. Nice. That seems Wait, fair. Then you're not on a round number. Do you? Nah, I like no. my number though. I like eight. Eight's a good number. Mm. No. Eight is a good number. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's a. a uh, the smallest compound number or something like that, right? Ooh, what's a compound number? Has like a lot of factors, like one, two, four, and eight. Let's see. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's a very exact mathematical definition. It has a lot of factors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Lemma 3.1. A compound number is a number that has a lot of factors. Um, Neil, I've been watching right? math videos lately. Okay, so no bullying. I don't, I don't get any, uh, <laughs> I don't get any rogue experience for any of this, do I, Neil? No, no, we're not doing nah, box based XP. Yeah, it's a piece of. It's not worth the effort. Not for you. <laughs> I just wrap up more XP in role playing and quest XP instead of. Uh, Surely. Yeah. Well, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <Nick>. <laughs> so, have we decided what our next quest will be after the party has rested, recovered, and gotten your um, your your wires? Nilrum will push for. We talked to the captain a long time. We were on the ship for many days. He would have asked, like, what is the most exposed trading route? Like, where are you furthest from, like, uh, you know, most safety? What do most, you know, shippers fear? Which area? Well, the whole of the outer ring, actually. Uh, there's only the the one roost, and it takes a long time to go all the way around. And certainly, there are contingents of White Prince's men in the major, uh, the larger docks and ports out here, but they're not in every single island. They're not on every single thing, and there's not much you can do um, if there are pirates other than report it and hope that the pirates get caught later. Um, okay. If you want a exposed trade route, anywhere on the outer ring is equally dangerous. As long as there's not like a, you know, White Prince's men right around the corner. I'll have him point out a few trade routes on the map. Can you um, draw some lines then on the the regular map? Yeah. I assume it's literally just circle, you know? But maybe they have Oops. some insight. Wrong button. Let's see. Um, so let's zoom in a little bit over here. This island way, way over here that you guys haven't been to yet, but it gets pointed out on your map is a major farming island. Um, this is where a lot of the, the like agricultural goods that are produced, um, on the outer ring are and so what's there's the a lot of trade uh this one right here all right what's the name oh the name is it is unnamed right now uh what would you like to name this agricultural farming land with mountains across it and large forests and a castle and a big bay uh oh. can we name it after our first patron if possible. Ooh. We can name it uh, Ladverex Island. Uh, Varex. How about that? Yeah, that works. Varex. It was that that was how the last section of that name, right? V-E-R-X? Yep, Ladverex. Yep, Ladverex. so Varex will work. Patreon.com slash Tides of Death. If you guys want to support the show, we're almost actually completely covering the cost of the show right now. If you want to go Ooh. check it out, support it if you like it. Varex. That's a great idea. Also remember to use your Twitch Primes, guys. Twitch Primes. Uh, Varix Island, then. This has a lot of trade that happens near it because there's always people coming here to pick up food goods and either take them to other rings on the outer rim or other islands on the outer rim or, like, haul them back into the Midlands. So that's a pretty good spot. Port Ferris is another fairly major um, location. You guys know where that is. Mm -hmm. um, that's just sort of, you know, there's a lot of metallurgy happening there, so it's a pretty good spot. Is there any gold mines on the outer rim? 
No, there are no gold mines on the outer rim. Mithril? No. No. Silva? Uh, There are some very small silver deposits on a couple of islands, but they're not, you know, um, huge quantities of silver. It's mostly like there's an iron mine here, but sometimes we also happen to pull out silver because it's like mixed with silver veins. That's on Flotsam Island, right? They do, and they have an iron mine here. Uh, they, they, there are mines on Flotsam Island. Uh, there are also mines out on Alba Island to the the far north up here. Oh yeah, isn't that where there's like a sympathetic family? There's the documents from hundreds of years ago mentioned that there was a sympathetic family, or you know, an anti-white prince family prince there family. a long, long time ago. <clears throat> Uh, so, the island with the agriculture, you're saying this might be a good place to go because many trading ships will stop there to pick up supplies. Yeah, well, like, usually cargo trading ships will go in a circle around the, the outer rim, like, picking this mm-hmm. up and dropping it off here. You might, like, clip from one island to another through the middle section a little bit to pick up some speed. Um, and so... Even folks who go all the way around the ring usually like skip a few islands here, skip a few islands there. But Varric, Virix, sorry, um, is a one of those spots that almost everybody stops at. And so there is. It's not necessarily like the ships that come through here are uh, better ships to steal from. It's just that there are more, more vessels ships. that pass through this area. I'm gonna say that we skip that right now because we know where the White Prince's ship is. Um, the one that we need to be afraid of, it's down here. So it's either going to come this way or go that way. So I say right now our best bet is to come up here and get a ship because we'll be on the opposite end of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think it, maybe we should just sail around the outer rim and just hijack the first ship we see. I'm cool with that, yeah. This so. is going to be our first uh, hijack, so it might be good to do something a little bit low risk as a practice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, let's do that. So okay. first ship we see. So it, when you let's talk about the plan then. The whole party like gathered together um, somewhere in the base, discussing what it would be like to steal a ship. Are you here to board the ship, take the goods, and leave the ship behind? Are you going to sink the ship? Are you going to kill all the passengers and crew? Are you going to give them an ultimatum? Um, let's just do a your money quick... or your life, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll do the yeah. So we'll sit down. We'll have a big conversation. Um, Nilrim will bring up the fact that, you know, we're pirates, but we're people who keep our word. So we need to very carefully word exactly what we say. Mm -hmm. I think your money or your life is perfect. Yeah. Um, Um, We should make a flag, a black flag or a Jolly Roger or something that we can uh, hoist just before we attack them. Red fist, yeah. Yeah, a black flag Mm. with a red fist. That would be great. Hmm. Also, black and red traditional rebellion colors. Mm. Yeah. Can we get that made? Is any one of the crew here proficient with uh, sewing? Wiley used to know how to sew, but with only one good hand, he can't do it no more, unfortunately. It's a, a damn shame. He used to stitch such a fine cozy. Uh, let's, let's just see. get... um. We could just get like a white flag, right? We probably have one of those, and just dip it in blood, eventually. Make it. The blood know. will turn green over time, unfortunately. Not good. We want to dip it in like tar or something. Make yeah. it black. Make it black. Right, but then it won't fly. It will just like 
hang. You yeah. need you need proper cloth for this. So uh, I'm just gonna make a couple of checks here to see if any of your people might have some skill in sewing. Uh, Wiley doesn't. Bobby, sorry, Bobby, you don't know how to sew. Janet, no way. John Brophy, not a chance. Ajora, no, 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 no. Ajora's gone, so. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's right. Uh, So then Scarlett, Olivia, Emma, Miley, and Finn are also missing. Um, So yeah, no one on hand knows how to do this. You'd need to get it made in town. Well, for Um, now, can we just find like a black... like cape or robe or something. That you we can, can get black cloth. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so also, we'll just have a black flag for now. Okay, no one knows the sign of the black flag with a, a red fist on it. So if you ask someone to make it, they wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't be like, "Hey, make me a pirate flag," because no one would have known that it's a flag of pirates yet. Does that yeah, mean, I mean you can get it made? We've got a week while we wait, wait for uh, experience and stuff, right? So we mm-hmm. can maybe get it made. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Or you could, you know, get a black cloth and some red cloth and cut it out of fist and stow it on yourself and do kind of a, a crap job. And you can well, just buy the cloth. Flag. Yeah, we, we'll get it made. I'll go back into town at some point and get it made. We got money. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, out one gold for your flag. All right, can we get three made? Shillow, yeah, three gold for three flags. Yeah. Done. All right. Excellent. Um, this is a cute merch idea, actually. Ooh. Oh. I like it. I kind of want to get a deep pocket uh, item now. Is it possible? The material components are a tiny golden needle and um, a strip of fine cloth, and then the fancy cloak. Yeah. A finely sewn gown or robe of high quality material, at least 50 GP value, is fashioned so as it contains numerous hand sized pockets. One dozen is the minimum number. Do you yes. think it's possible we can get this made soon? Yes, you can. Um, it's a minimum 50 gold requirement. So that'll be materials, craftsmanship. Um, to do it to do it right would probably take a little bit more than a week or it would require more people working on different parts of it at the same time. A little hard to do in this little island here. Um, okay. Why don't you do shell out the else. money right now and then... Whenever it is that you're next here, you'll have it. You can even put it on your character sheet with a little note like, you know, next time we're at Flotsam Island, I have this. And that should be fine. Casting this, I'm sure that my old, you know, owner (laughs) used to cast this. Mm -hmm. I can cast it twice, right? Currently, I have 12 hours plus one hour per level. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can cast it before bed and it'll continue the spell. Am I under that assumption or no? If you wanted, yes. Or you could let it expire at night and it would just dump all your contents on the ground and in the morning you'd recast it and put everything back in the pockets. Okay, that's not too bad. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Nick, can you show us that gold? Uh, 50 gold? Yeah. Uh, 50 gold and then I need a tiny golden needle and fine cloth. And I'm going to need, I don't know, 10 of those maybe. How much for that, Neil? Tiny golden needle and a strip of fine cloth given a half twist. You probably need more than 10, right? Yeah, I get it. You're going to be casting it every day. 30? You need a a new golden needle every time. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the 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 golden golden needle needle thing is a bit suspicious, right? uh, It costs 
10 gold to get the golden needle because it's one gold uh, of gold itself and then nine gold of craftsmanship to make it an appropriate tiny golden needle. So it's oh, a little expensive. Uh, don't get it yet then. Just get the garment, man. Okay, yeah. It means we need to get someone who can make these. Yeah. You're going to need a, a craftsman to, to work in your forge over here. God damn yeah. it. Okay. Um, so how many castings for your spell do we have now, Neil? Uh, no, three. 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 Okay. Um, and I'm going to spend this week making the ship in a bottle. I can do a wisdom check and get it this week, or I can do it um, for two weeks. It's up to you. I mean, it's up do to you. you. To... Do you want to risk a check and like have it? The crew. Ah. Do you guys want to uh, risk a check, or do you want to wait two weeks? Is it in check? Wisdom. What's your wisdom? 12. Can you uh, be assisted uh, in this task? Moments, maybe? Mm -mm. No, because it's a, no. a week-long long process. process. Yeah. I don't mind waiting the extra week. I don't think we should waste the copper wire. Mm. It's fine. Um, this isn't wasting copper wire. This is crafting a miniature out of wood. If that makes oh, sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't mind waiting the week, personally. Okay. It is also wait? towards the end of the year where the weather is going to be the worst for a while. Yeah. So waiting at the weather is probably not a terrible okay. thing. We're going to wait. I'm just going to roll this. I want to see what it would have gotten. Oh, go. good wait. thing. I wait the extra week. Um, and do we want to wait an extra week? Or two to make two, or do you just want to go after we? No, have one. one is fine. Let's get going. Because we can't capture more than one ship, right? Yep. Um, I was teaching Bobby how to do this as well. You were. Have any? Has he uh, figured it out yet? Yeah. So he's been chilling with the rest of your crew back in the base while you've been out doing stuff. Um, I would like each of you. I'm going to make a quick mechanization for this. Um, and I need a fourth thing for which to roll. We'll just have three then. Uh, so I'm going to ask you to make me a d20 plus your level roll uh three of you do that one of this is going to be see how well bobby is coming along with his training um a second roll is going to be for the general morale of your people back at the base like how have they been going uh doing are they happy are they getting frustrated yada yada and the last roll is going to be for like events that may have happened at your base uh, this role is not like a 21 or higher is necessary uh, as a success but the higher you roll the better the lower you roll the worse um, and then your things will just get better as you level in general because we'll be rolling a d20 plus um, your level Six, seven. so somebody Nilrum how about you roll for Bobby give me that d20 I roll plus. 17 if you want to roll it again oh no no that's fine I just didn't see it happen uh, where is my? You rolled a 17. Okay, so Bobby has gotten pretty good at carpentry. There's not been a lot happening for him. He's been just sort of 
chilling here, taking flack from some people, giving flack back out, and he's taken to like carving with a knife. Um, apparently, when he's carving with a knife, Wiley gives him a little less shit because Wiley has also got a knife on him and likes to play and carve things with it. So the two of them have been able to bond over uh, woodworking together a little bit. They they work their wood together. <clears throat> so Bobby ha- is learning to do this, and you feel like if you left him alone. And he takes like three weeks. He could probably do it right in three weeks. Okay. Um, who wants to roll for the morale of the party at the base? I think Potato I already rolled already for that. Rolled, yeah. So that's already it. rolled for it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bobby and Wiley are pretty pleased, but Janet and John Brophy are kind of bored, uh, and their boredom is causing them to stew a little bit. They don't have a real task at hand. Sure, one of them, you know, is pretty good with accounting and keeping numbers in check, but there's a lot of downtime and they don't really, they feel adrift, a little purposeless. One of them's the cook as well, right? So yes. They yep. got stuff to do. One of them's the yeah. A cook. Cook. Cook, sorry. Chef um, it's different from, you know, cooking your own food versus being, you know, hostage and forced to cook. For and people. you got to cook for four people and then you got the whole rest of your day, you know, and what are you going to do? You can clean the base and you can cook and clean the base and cook. But after a little while, you know, she can make preserves, jams. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let her know. Tell her that. Yeah. Any pickled onions here? Or... Oh, uh, really? You've got vinegar. You've got onions. What's the problem? No. <laughs> okay. Nick is a true ladies' man, huh? That's right. Pickle those onions, honey. <laughs> you know Great. what I mean. Uh, and nice let's and have one other person roll for what's been going on at the base non-morale-wise. Like, are things breaking? Have things been improved? What's the, the situation? Um, you do it, Archie. Uh, yeah, I want Archie's like god rolls on this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the what do I roll? D twenty plus D20 your character plus level. I think I'm level five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slash R D twenty plus. Yeah, things have been going well at the base. Nothing's been broken. Nothing's been like torn down. Um, what little improvements have been made are like mild quality of life differences like they fixed the table which was a little bit wobbly you know and uh everything is tidy and kept up but there's no no one's like had a breakthrough on a way to improve quality of life but at the same time nothing's really fucked up none of the food's gone bad the water supplies are still working out great um things are just they're maintaining nicely yeah plus minus and stays the same Great. Wonderful. Now our party wants to go raid. Hunting. Hunting vessels. So what's your... Walk me through what you guys think would be the right thing. Like, if you see a boat, if you see a ship, what are you going to do? How are you going to go by it? Yeah, we turn course towards it, and then once we're, once we're within, like, a few, like, you know, 20 minutes of it, we raise the flag. And then and, what? Uh, this is not a flag we that just... anyone's going to recognize, right? They're going to see a, a new flag on the horizon. Yeah, and then we're going to sail directly towards them. Mm-hmm. I probably would start channeling Call Lightning, which mm. they would probably recognize. Mm-hmm. And that would be like a very yeah. like, stop now. There's like a storm overhead building above that ship, yeah. Are you going to... like the White Prince. Mm-hmm. Are you going to raise any signal flags to them? 
Yeah, maybe the first time. Since people don't know our flag yet, hopefully mm -hmm. at some point we can just raise the flag and the meaning will be known. But mm -hmm. um, you know, like we'll send signals like drop anchor and sort of be prepared to be boarded. Mm, okay. And if they resist, will you kill everyone on the ship? Yeah, anyone who resists will either be killed or captured and tortured. Mm -hmm. Are you going to leave yeah. any survivors to yeah, spread the news? To, yeah, we've got to leave at least enough of them to make it back with their ship and tell the tale. Okay. So the plan well, is to take to the goods. With the ship. You oh. can always take the one survivor, blindfold them, mm, and then we drop, them, drop them, off. them off on a, on an island. Yeah. We don't even need to blindfold them. We could just drop them off. Is the the plan yeah. to steal their ship as well? Absolutely. Only if we have to. Only if they well, resist. We want ships. Yeah, but if they if they don't resist and they just hand over their wealth, yeah, we'll we'll take that and we'll let them be. Yep. That and works. if they they do resist and you kill all but one, do you then like put your ship in the bottle and steal their ship and then? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you gonna and store the extra ship. ship? We'll take our ship home. Mm -hmm. I'll teach Bobby. Well, Bobby knows how to do it, right? Mm. The Bobby will create a miniature of that ship. It'll sit, it'll sit inside for three weeks. Mm. Um, and then when I get home, I'll put that ship in a bottle and I can put it on a shelf. Got it. So then you take both ships back, one in a bottle, sail the other one in, yep. unload it, make a proper miniature, put that in a bottle, and then take your ship back out. And then you just like start stashing ships and bottles ships. that you've captured. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Good source of like storing money as well. Like if we've just got like Absolutely. ten ships, we can just be like, oh, we'll just sell one of these. Incredible wealth in a bottle, yeah. Yeah. Well then, I don't think there's anything left to do but get you guys on your boat and row you out to sea. Let's go. I do have some musings on the way about how we would fight these griffin riders and query whether the magic users could do anything to knock them out of the sky because they'd drown if they fell in the water wearing that armor yeah. mm -hmm. they would mm -hmm. I don't think we have anything I don't think I have anything yet but maybe I'll be able to focus yeah. and make a breakthrough on it captain my cool. thought was I'm not sure if I can cast spells while like holding a bow in one hand but my thought was to like channeling call lightning I have to stand still and so the only way mm -hmm. I'd be able to make attacks would be with a bow mm hmm well, if they were coming to our ship, I don't think Core Lighting would be the appropriate spell there. It would be that's better for like destroying their ship, right? But if it was just the Griffin Riders coming to attack us. I think I can hold the the actual like firing of Call Lightning for when they swoop in. Mm, okay. And hit them directly so would, with it. Yeah, so that would be like the equivalent of like an anti aircraft flat cannon, you know? Yeah. All right. Um Captain, do you want me to spend to, to cast? lasting breath on you so you can get on people's ships um i can do it on one creature per level it'll last 1d4 rounds plus five so if we all do it it'll last at a minimum of six minutes that's pretty good that's enough to swim the distance between somebody's ship but i would probably plan to like throw a rope over and lasso and we like pull ourselves closer or climb over makes sense that way we can all get across okay i'm gonna take um <laughs> Four magic missiles and a lightning bolt. Then the other random ship. All right, everyone prepare your spell list. Get your gear ready. And then are you heading uh, against the current or with the current? Um, whatever we want to go against. Yeah. You want to head? We go against, we want to catch people coming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, with. Yeah. 
great. So we're going to go counterclockwise. And um, I'm just going to talk to you about the ships that you see, that you that you run across, sort of. Oh, at random. Here we go. one is a excellent uh, and this is gonna be about half of all ships this should be a uh, five five three two two one here we go the first ship you see when going against the current is not a proper ship at all. It is an oversized barge. Now, there are some of these things floating around the area. This is essentially just like a flattened, sh like just flat boards with a little bit of walls and a single sail and no ore power whatsoever. They move incredibly slowly. They're normally used on rivers where you might like, um, on a river, it, you might have oars on it or you might have like ropes that help pull it up or down. Mostly they would go like across rivers from one side to the other. But some people, some intrepid merchants who want to minimize all possible costs have set up proper barges, which use uh, large sails that kind of tack with the wind to get themselves going in the right direction. Operational costs are very low. Uh, weight carried is pretty good, um, but it's, you know, very, very slow to move. This barge, this small barge right here is capable of carrying about 10 tons, which is less than your Viking longship can carry right now uh, by a factor of half. Um, you can see from your heightened ground on the top of your deck here that there are three people on this barge. There's one person who's got a very large um, rudder that they hold at the back to sort of steer slightly. And then there's one person sitting like up in the rigging to help uh, change the direction of the mast because it looks like they're having some problem. Looks like some of their, what do you call it? Is it tacking? Some of their tacking is broken. And so someone is actually having to like sit and adjust things manually and hold the the mast in place, the, um, the cross beams of the mast in place with their own physical strength and like tying small ropes up there to do it. The third person is down below, uh, shouting up and down and carrying out little instructions on the ground. They seem to be in a small bit of trouble. There's only this three of them. This seems like the perfect thing for us just to do Omega as, quick, and then we can get on to the next, right? As a little practice, yeah. We don't need core yeah. lightning for this one, save it. Absolutely not. Um, all right. I raise the signal flags to drop anchor. I raise our flag and then signal to drop anchor and prepare to be boarded. Sure. Um, you're moving at movement speed 15 in their direction. They're moving at movement speed 4 in your direction. There's no way that they can outmaneuver you or outrun you in any way, shape, or form. So, you you know, you tell them to drop anchor, um, and they return the flags. Our anchor is missing. Okay, well, well I hold better the figure it out. I hold the prepared to be boarded, then. And uh, I want to pause in close, and then I'm going to start, like, lassoing ro ropes around their ship and trying to mm -hmm. pull as close off the board. 
Yeah, your ship can come up close to them. The drumming can stop, so your ship will stop moving against the, the current. And it's a simple thing to toss ropes from your ship onto the big posts that are meant to be roped so you can pull the barge up against ships or up against ports. Um, and as you do this, the, the people on deck, captain and the two crew members, uh, l- what? What is it? What's happening? Is there news? Um, is it Captain Starbuck? I... <laughs> it's much worse than that. Your gold or your life. And I uh, will leap across the ropes towards that ship. Uh, right here on the... in my mouth. You land on the decking of the barge, and one of the planks like gives way a little bit, and some small amount of water splashes up. Uh, your quick interpretation of this boat is that it has been in some sort of rough weather or rough situation, and it is barely being held together. Um, the the plank that you initially landed on, it, the only reason it's in place is because it's next to other things that are secured, but you can see that it's broken here, and it's broken here, and it's just like barely pushing up against the boards above it. Um, the, so I, like, my, my, my foot falls through the plank and gets all wet, and I like shake the water off and say, oh, you three really are having a bad day. The captain uh, goes to the side and pulls out the only weapon you see on the deck, a single saber, and points it in I your direction. <laughs> Wait, hang on. I, I point my sword out and I say, drop that now, if you value you your life. Roll? Go ahead and roll your damage, yeah. Why are you... <laughs> I look at the other two and shrug at them with a smile. Uh, hands immediately go to the air. All right, let's get on board, lads. What? What, and, uh, what do you want with us? Says the I told one you. of the two soldiers. Your money. Uh, they will uh, hands in the air, walk over to some large clusters of barrels that are placed very near to the center of the mast in the most stable area on like a slightly raised platform, and they they tap the, the barrels while they put their hands in the air. This is this is the goods that we're hauling. Load them up. I get Archie's going to check the goods. I will check the goods. Ah, Archie. This right here. This, uh, like, four of these large barrels are just, like, good foodstuffs. You know, freshly made rations that will last you months and months. You know, proper supplies. Four of these barrels are fresh water. Great for supplying your own ship. Um, But the next barrel over is, like blacksmithing gear it's like hammers and oh, nails nice. and like bars of metal ready to be mo- uh, shaped into things there's like little planing things there's uh, tongs and clippers and holders it looks like they've picked up a load of metalworking gear um, wherever they were last and they're hauling it somewhere else I'll think we've had more perfect mm-hmm. oh, you say what is in that what's in there Archie oh, we got we got food we got water uh, we got, I, I just randomly throw out some, some of the box. We got like nails and shit. There's a lot of good, lot of good stuff over here, Captain. Fate shines upon us. I yeah. look to the two lads and say, and spies, either of you are a blacksmith, are you? They shake their heads. Right. Well, uh, sorry to bother you chaps. Uh, we'll leave you with some food and water. Actually, we can leave one, one barrel of food, one barrel of water, get the rest on board. Sorry about your captain there. I, uh... Who are you? We are the Crimson Fists. 
And I am Captain John Winters. I'll fist pump the air. And I'm Barchi. Arch Archie. Archie. I'm Archie. He's Archie today. <laughs> Captain, uh, you, you fellas can make surrender. it back home? They did Should surrender. Should we assist them with their sail? Can you get back home, you think? They shrug? Sure. Yeah. Well, uh. Get the fuck out of here. Good luck. All right. And, uh, once the stuff's loaded back on, I will, like, untie the ropes and swing back across to my ship. Yeah, with neither ships being oh. stirred, right, steered right now, the whole, you know, both the ships together have kind of come at a weird angle to the rest of the things. And it's a little bit of a trouble to hoist these heavy barrels of food and water up onto the deck above. But you've got Archie, you've got ropes. Um, your, your first time hauling these goods is a, a wee bit um, uncomfortable. Archie, would you make me a strength check? To see if there's any problems your first time Absolutely looting a ship. Coibs. No uh, not a problem. Yeah, you get it all nice and organized and hefted up and over. Then, um, as you're hauling the the last thing up, one of the other, um, you notice. Well, maybe you don't notice. Can I get a, a perception check from Captain Winters? Ah, perception. Yes. The dumb stunk is that. <laughs> oh. God. You notice one of the sailors has been, um, one of them has been sort of moving around trying to get a look at what's happening. And the other has been standing in one place, like, uncomfortably still. There's something odd okay. about the way that this one guy is standing in the one place that he's standing. Okay, so before, um, once all the stuff's loaded in, just before I untie the ships, I'm going to go in. The first guy who's not being suspicious, I'm going to go up to him and uh, shake his hand. <laughs> nice doing business with you, friend. Thanks for leaving us alive. Of course. Uh, as long as you don't resist. And then I go walk over to the other guy and uh, offer a hand. No hard feelings, right? Shakes his head. Takes your I hand. Try and look, I try and look around him. That's like what he's standing next to. Yeah, it doesn't appear to be that much. Give me, um, give me a second perception check. Well, when I go and shake his hand, I'll put my left hand on his like shoulder, like shove him to the side. Uh, yeah, he'll step to the side, you know, fumbling off his area, and you'll notice his foot is standing over what appears to be a small little hatch on that slightly raised platform where all those barrels were standing. I give him a look, and then I look back at the crew. Fuckers. Get back over here, boys. These guys are hiding something. You know what we do to people who lie, Captain, right? I draw my rapier and point it at the guy's chest. I didn't lie. I just didn't say anything. A live omission. May as well lie. be lying. Yeah. I say we string him up to the, uh, and I'll point to our. We have like a, a mast, right? Mm-hmm. Say we yeah. string him up there, Captain. Let him die of uh, <clears throat> exposure, starvation, exposure, and dehydration. Fair enough. Crew spoken. Uh, I point to the last guy and say, "You're not going to make it back home now, right?" I'll float with the current. Someone will pick me up. Looks like you're coming with us, lad. All right. Get down to that hatch. Find out what's down there. Get this one on the ship with us and tie the other one up to the mast. Let's go. I'll, I'll signal Archie to... Uh, let's, let's, let's tie this guy up. All right. I'll try to tie that guy up. Uh, the the one who is standing on the hatch, he will he'll attempt to resist Archie. He, as you go to tie him up, he throws a surprise punch in your direction. Whoa. 
and rolls uh, a natural oh, no. one. <laughs> it is a whirling punch that misses you. He trips on some rope on the ground and like, wham, hits the deck for 1d2 damage with his 1d6 hit points, almost knocking himself out unconscious. But he like, you know, he hits the corner of something and he's got a big bloody gash across his forehead. Archie will visibly cringe at the worst punch he's probably ever seen thrown. He's extremely offended at someone <laughs> sullying his art like this. He's gonna face palm. Jesus Christ. No one can... will um, get the rope ready to put him up there. You can tie him up uh, or you know bring him onto the other ship without too much struggle. He's sort of dazed from the impact. And with the two of you strong arming him, the threat of magic missiles and rapiers, uh, you can bring him to the ship. Meanwhile, Captain Winters and Sail are taking a look at this hatch or, or nearby the hatch, and you can see that it is locked. There is a, uh, a key of some kind that would fit right down into this little this little um, hatch. Yeah. Well, I say to the other guy, where's the key? Ca- Captain keeps it somewhere. I don't know where. Right. I'll go and check the captain's body to the key. You're in luck. It's in his pocket. Easy I'm going to torture the guy if we hadn't found it. <laughs> I, uh, I open the hatch and then say to sail after you. Uh, no, right. it's just a small hatch. It only really goes, you know, a couple oh, inches right, down. Right. It's um, it's just a, a lockbox down here where money is kept. You can pull out... Diamonds. Mithril. Oh, yeah. Uh, 111 Ooh. silver. 111. Uh, yeah. 73 gold. Good. Yeah. And... That's it. What was the okay. 1d8 minus 4? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah, it's just nothing there. I we dropped three platinum Nick. overboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I want to leave the ship just stranded here. I'm going to take the one innocent guy, and I want to drop him off at the next island. Right. Well, the next island would be Port Ferris. Um, you hadn't gone very far at all before you ran into this person. This, Can we uh, just keep the ship tied up and keep going? I think yeah, let's not, let's not go back yeah. to Port Ferris. Yeah. Where do right. we keep going? So you tie Next one human being to your mast as like a, this is what happens when you lie to us, right? Yeah. yeah. And you leave the other person just as tied up on the boat somewhere? Yeah. Uh, we have a below deck thing, so we'll throw him down there. I know it's not big, but... Right, it's, it's a something. small little hatch. Yeah, you can chuck him down yeah. there. Okay, easy peasy. First ship, got some good cargo, got some goods. Next ship, look wrong, but uh, die. Next ship you run across is a small cargo ship. It's not as big as the one that you had just robbed. It is uh, what we would call a NAR in this situation is the scale of the ship. It carries... Um, it carries less than 100 tons usually. Um, so still a pretty good amount of gear, um, but just... You know, it's a little bit slower. It's only got the the one mast. And um, it's just a small cargo ship, usually crewed by 10 people. Um, if you include or rowers, then maybe maybe a little bit more. Let's do it again. Yeah. Should we uh, should oh. we give the guy that we put that we tied to the mast? Should we give him the, the brass knuckle branding? I think he's just going to kind of stay up there and die. I don't think he needs it. 
But if, okay. you, if, you, if you wanted to. If, you, if Archie wants to, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'd be down to do it. Archie wants yeah, to, you know. He, he, he's, re he's really a big fan of the whole where the Crimson Fist, Mad Fist, or blah, blah, blah. He likes that he's kind of the icon, so he's trying to push for that a little bit more. Yeah, we live and die by the truth. We'll uh, do it before we put him up there. We can bring him down, whichever. How are we going to heat the brass knuckle? I, I have heat metal if you need it. There you go. Cool, we yeah, do we'll it. do that. Run to the guy. Yep. Okay, with the brass knuckle across the lower back. Yep. Oh, yep. <laughs> okay. Um, once, so the chip is in range. Oh, yeah. Another one? Um, just in the future, I like what we're doing right now, but I think to make it so they never know where we're going to hit... <clears throat> Let's treat the um, let's treat the islands like a clock. Let's roll a dice, a d12, and wherever on the dice it hits is where we go next. So it's Ooh. always kind of random. We're always hitting somewhere on the clock, whether one o'clock, twelve o'clock, three o'clock. Uh, uh, thinking mm -hmm. like a true serial killer. I like the way you think, Nora. But right yeah. now we're good. We're good to keep going. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I raise our crimson fist flag and then look through my spyglass at the ship as we hurtle towards it. You Excellent. also tell him to drop anchor, right? Well, I'm gonna just get a look at them first. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, you look across at the NAR over there, and you'll see that on the deck of the ship there are some cargo goods, but there are a lot of people on the deck of the ship. It looks like this NAR is carrying passengers. Lots of passengers. Perfect. Good. Perfect. Yeah, All right. Some... Seeing that, I uh, close my spyglass, pocket it. Sail should cast his lightning, right? Or get, get yeah. ready. Yeah, let's get it yeah. ready. All right, I'll, I'll give I'll sail a nod. Right. And I will uh, raise the signals for drop anchor and prepare to be boarded. The crimson fist rises, sail anchor. No, uh, drop oh, yeah. anchor, prepare to be boarded, and the storm gathers overhead. Static begins to like run across your backs. You can feel everything beginning to like stand on end, the taste of metal in your mouth. And we will find out how this encounter goes on the other side of our break. See you guys soon. Wonderful. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our party is approaching a vessel. And yes, they see the man attached to your masts, still alive, slowly dying. And when you say drop anchor and prepare to be boarded... Dinar immediately takes evasive maneuvers. And since you're going one way and they're going the other way, they try to like bolt to the side to get past you. And we're going to have to do some opposed uh, navig or seamanship checks. We're going to need... Archie, you're already rowing it, so you're good. Captain John Winters, you're at the helm. I'm going to need you to make me your best... Is it seamanship? It's usually Nilrim that does the navigation. Uh, this is, navigation. This is not navigation. Save. Yeah, this is like okay. being able to call out how to maneuver the ship in this direction or that direction. Do we need to trim the sails here? Do we need to like okay. pick up the pace with the oars or slow them down or half slow the oars and half don't speed worry, the oars? Worry. I've got it. Easy. I need your very best seamanship check, Captain. You got it. That's Ooh. 30's pretty good. Um, they will be rolling... And then... I have a will plus one. 
your ship is a little bit faster, quite a bit faster, Especially actually. So I'm going wind. to give them a penalty. Uh, and it's not going to go well. They do their best to outmaneuver you. Um, and they can sort of get past you a little bit by going to this side, and you'll have to turn around and come up from behind them. But once you're on their tail, none of the tricks that they try are good enough. Their ship is just too slow and unmaneuverable. They do their best to outpace you, but you will catch up from them behind, bit by bit by bit. I, uh, signal... I, I want to talk to the captain real quick. Okay. Captain, when we get within 90 yards, do you think it would be fine if I just lightning bolted the deck? We don't want to sink that ship. No, it Paul won't hit the ship. It'll hit the people. Has already been started. Yeah, that's been gone. Yeah. Right. So, and starting a, actually right about now, because it's ten minutes after first being cast, um, you can start bringing lightning bolts down on them if you wish. Sail. Yeah, Is that I what you would like to do? Bolts. Keep hold of it. Yep. No, I'm gonna hold it ready. What I would ideally. So, if I have like a bow in one hand, could I? and I take a round to concentrate, would I be able to use one hand to actually fire off the lightning bolt? Let's Because I think once it's cast, I just have to remain stationary, I think. Like, I'm basically a turret. The caster can call down one bolt per turn. The caster need not call a bolt of lightning immediately. Other actions, even spell casting, can be performed. However, the caster must remain stationary and concentrate for a full round each time a bolt is called. Yeah, so now that there's this storm brewing overhead, you can use your bow. You can do other stuff. You can, like, even walk around the ship, but if you want to bring down a bolt of lightning, you need to, like, stop in a position where you've got line of sight and concentrate for one round. So, oh, okay, so I actually I have a lot more mobility than I thought. That's yes, cool. Yeah. Yes, but you do need a full round to bring down <clears> each <throat> bolt. Um, well, you know, I think I want to signal. Can I just signal out any words, like uh, surrender or die, mm -hmm. basically? And then I give Sail the signal to give a warning shot. Okay, yes, you can string up flags to say surrender or die. It takes a little while if you're going to spell words out exactly, but you can... And you will see on their ship, on the back of their ship facing you, there is a um, a man, an older man with a, a short gray beard and long wispy mustache who right, has been brought around. a shield by some younger person nearby and is also putting on like chain armor over his body and he's got an arming sword at his side. This looks to be like some sort of professional warrior nice. who's on boat. That out? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I see this guy. I point to him. him with a lightning yes. bolt. Yes, yeah, lightning bolt him, Sail. Sail, get him. Right. Can Sail see him uh, to lightning bolt him, or does he need the spyglass for a moment? Um, oh, yeah, how close are we? Bum, 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 bum. Out. This is our you know first ship-to-ship We need, ship we need like, combat. a catapult that can fire Archie onto the other ship and <laughs> just start I was, fucking them up. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. If we could get away to give him an item with wind column. Yeah, yeah. And just land anywhere. Oh, that'd be so badass. <laughs> like, just cannonball Archie through the deck. Comes climbing like out of the hole and just fucking ravaging people. Space Marine boarding <laughs> pods, right? Yeah. <laughs> I want to find... 
I really hope Archie can like start a whole like crew of little follower punch guys who we can then launch together as like a <laughs> the space range yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one uses weapons only fists so with ship to ship combat using like bombards or catapults or spells um, even like large ballistas there there's a lot of more instability on a boat um, the boat that you're on is rocking back and forth. The boat that they're on is rocking back and forth. And everything's also going up and down at the same time. So pinpointing exact targets, even with spells other than magic missile, um, is much more difficult. You can aim for the guy, but we're going to roll some dice to see if you actually hit him or if you just hit the boat next to him. When you're targeting a ship, you can generally target like large concepts. If you want to like target the mast, you can fairly easily target the mast. If you want to target the top deck you can fairly easily target the top deck if you want to like aim for the sides you can fairly easily aim for the sides but aiming at any one specific point is likely to hit near it um and the different areas that you hit on a ship are going to cause different types of damage generally speaking we have uh the rigging the decking and the hull are the three like big concepts for a ship the rigging is the sails and everything that goes with the sails you know attaching them to the things on the sides you know this little pulley over here um the ropes the actual sails themselves the cross beams the masts all of that the wind power mechanics are all the rigging the decking um is not just the top deck but also the further decks below as decking get dam gets damaged it makes it harder for people to move about on the ship it makes it harder for them to perform actions it makes it harder for them to do navigation checks or seamanship checks or seaworthiness checks we'll get to seaworthiness a little bit later um and targeting the hull is where you do the damage that would cripple a ship like would make it sink um hull damage will not necessarily impact people's ability to move on the ship or act on the ship, but it will, you know, slowly cause the ship to sink if you do enough damage. Um, so, if you want to target the individual person, we will have to make some rolls to see if you you hit him. Uh, and since he's at the very back of the ship, if you miss him and you're calling down from the top, you'll just like hit the decking. Uh, would you like to target the individual? Uh, the the bolt is uh, twenty foot in diameter, so I think if I aim at the back of the ship, I have a really it's good twenty foot hitting. in diameter. Yeah, it's huge. It's like Holy shit. 10, 10 foot radius, twenty diameter. Any creature within a ten foot radius of the path or the point where the lightning strike suffers full damage unless a successful saving throw versus spell is rolled. In which case, wow, call lightning is way stronger than I thought it was. Well, I guess with call lightning, this becomes a much smaller point. Um, but it does always strike from the sky. So call lightning will do decking damage and rigging damage, but you're not really going to be able to do hull damage with call yeah. lightning. Uh, That's why I was like, dude, those griffins, they're so, like, if they get too close. Yeah, well, with a, a 10 foot radius on that damage point and the ship not being all that wide, you're going to hit the guy. We don't even need to make a roll for this one. Um, uh, I will give him a saving throw and you're targeting him or nearby him so uh, roll me damage which is 2d8 plus 1d8 per level uh, holy shit What's every 27 damage against a man that's gonna like blow a hole in the deck as well 
29 life and he oh. will make his saving throw. <laughs> I think he's fifth level. I think it's going to be a 16. No, natural mm. one on they the saving throw. Step. It is terrible. Um, the ship gets blown. The back of the ship gets blown to smithereens. That aft castle area, just like boards go flying. The man's got his chainmail. He's got his shield. He's drawing his sword. And then he <laughs> splashes into the water and the wake of the ship um, and begins to sink beneath the waves. Barely, you know, trying his best to scramble and push to the surface, but the weight of the armor will pull him down. Yeah, Do we wait for... I mean, signal them again, Captain, if they don't. Uh, yeah. I, last chance, I say, this time. <laughs> You'll give them and a then I'll check. Do last chance and then drop anchor. Prepare to be boarded. The ship uh, slowly slows. The oars that they had deployed, not enough to really power the whole ship, but a few oars begin to get pulled in. You can see the sails begin to drop from the sea, uh, from the masts and come to a stop. And the boat begins to slow. Eventually, the anchor on the backside drops the chain into the water, and you can pull up alongside them. Right. I uh, latch some ropes across, and... Um... Making sure the crew's not too far behind me, I'll leap across the other side and walk confidently towards the uh, assembled people on the deck and say, well, that was quite a show. Thanks for giving me a chance to use that. You can see that they have gathered four bodies badly charred that must have been on the back of the ship near the lightning bolt blast. Um, they are laid out on the deck. And one person, not seemingly a sailor of any kind, um, but a, a gentleman of like nobility and rank and prestige wearing nice well-fitting clothes like a nice vest that buttons down a little hole a pin of a stare over his lapel and his heart steps forward any uh, family no. markings archie will come along okay. you guys like having a cookout clothes. up here <laughs> you how dare you do you have any idea who we are I am an accountant for the White Prince, and that man, that man who you struck down with what sort of infernal demonic magic, I do not know, but that man was a knight who served the White Prince. Whoever you I, are, you have one chance to repent before the White Prince will come and bring you gonna, down to his dungeons. I'm going to cast the fog cloud, like cloud kill, off of the side of the ship. And, um... I'm going to explain to them. <clears throat> I think you know what that is. The You're looks go back. Have to say. Uh, Most of the people say, wow, on, on the boat seem a little confused, but the accountant's white face like goes white as the blood drains, and he sees the, the cloud kill spell, instantly recognizing it, which tells you that he's been around magic if he uh, enough that he recognizes what's going on. Are you having the cloud kill roll towards the ship, away from the no, ship, with the ship? No, I want it to go ship? off of the ship because I don't want it to hit anybody, okay. but I want to like cast a spell like, I have these spells to throw out, and I can kill gotcha. everything on Gotcha, right, right. Alright, um, the accountant clearly understands what's happening and he goes pale you you wouldn't dare you'd kill everyone on this ship Nilram smiles wickedly you, you've I, already uh, I, sorry, already killed the knight and the captain what, what, what more could you want 
Wow. Captain's already dead. Uh, I take a few steps towards this guy, and I will pull the uh, a stair pin out of his um, doublet and throw it on the ground in front of me and spit on it. So that's what I think of your white prince. Now, the rest oh. of the men on this ship, are you going to die for this cur? You can fight and die, or you can gather what wealth you have, deliver it to us, and you can be on your merry way. The and people... you, I point at the accountant. You're coming with us. Um, Archie, tie him up. I'm, I'm just an accountant. <laughs> You're not so big now, are you, buddy? <laughs> the other people um, that you see on the deck are mostly passengers who are curious. Uh, you can hear the sounds from below, and you can look down through the grating to see in the, the hold that there are sailors down there and some other passengers down below. Um, all the passengers look to be sort of middle to upper middle class. Only the this accountant and that knight have that like air of um, rank and nobility near them. Uh-huh. All right, we need to get everyone on the deck here. So um, I will get like Archie and Sail to go downstairs and get everyone on the deck lined up. We're going to search everyone's pockets. We're going to search everyone's rooms. All right. Archie and yep. Sail, you head down below. Um and unfortunately, not everyone down below is really aware of what's going on. Or maybe they're aware and they just don't care. Uh, because one of the sailors down below has pulled out a belaying pin. That's one of those pins that you would put on the side of the deck. We talked earlier about how you like t- throw your rope to things to attach to. They attach to belaying pins some of the time. Um, and he's got one of these like makeshift weapons in hands. And when Archie and Sail come down the steps into the, the darkened hold. The guy whose eyes are already adjusted keeps his belaying pin on hand and tries <laughs> to ambush you with a thwap. Which one of you was heading down the stairs first? I gotta wait. Are you telling me that Archie doesn't have an eye patch for this specific situation <laughs> after everything that's happened? <laughs> uh, who's going oh, yeah. down first? <laughs> I think we could roll for who goes first. Sure. Whoever gets higher on a d20. Yeah, the two yeah. of you roll me a d20. Whoever got higher goes first and is subject to this attack roll. All right, Archie. It's you. The guy steps out from a shadowy spot, belaying pin in hand, taking a strike for you with a 19. Ooh. He does it. Yikes. The, the makeshift club smashes into you for three points of damage. And you and this gentleman can roll off an initiative against each other to see who can beat the other one. He gets a nine on initiative. Ooh, Ooh, you get a 12. That is bad. You want lower. Lower is better. So he will take a second strike at you uh, with a back, you cur, back. And it's a critical hit, I think, maybe. What's your AC? Um, With armor. I got... 18, isn't it? Yeah, it's 18. Alright, it's uh, not a critical. He's off by one. He almost criticals Archie. Wait, is he not maybe flanking him or something? You know? I think by this point, Archie's like turned to face him, you know? Yeah, um, okay. And the, the club will do another four points of damage. Archie sustained seven points. Dude, seriously. Ow. Jesus Christ. Alright. Surprise. Um, boom. Uh, you, yeah, it's a, a brutal blow. Boom. Oh, that's only five damage. Um, he stands oh still God, after this one. This guy is an absolute beast. Yeah. Second hand. 
Punch number two. Uh, boom, rip. boom. Yeah. He's dead. The two brass knuckles come in, and the sailor goes down, down, down. The ribs crack. He crumples. The other sailors nearby in this tight hold where you could really only fight one on one, you know, at least in this section of the stairwell, uh, they drop their pins and put Anyone their hands else? in the air. Huh? Anyone else want to be a hero? Come on. <laughs> Nobody? Really? I'll raise my hand and say, I wish I was a hero. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Sail. Rest captain, where's the, where's the captain on the ship? Uh, apparently, he's already dead. One of the, uh, the accountant points to one of the charred bodies. There's, the knight's body couldn't be recovered. The captain's body is here. The squire's body is here. Um, and then another of some, some unknown person. Probably one of the passengers. I mean, I'll check the captain's corpse when it gets pointed out. Yeah. Um, the keys and, you know. Uh, there's a and... whistle. There's some coins in a pocket. You know, there's like two gold in a pocket somewhere. Um, but most of the rest of the captain is charred beyond recognition. The clothes are burned. The flesh is scalded and crispy. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, I wait for Sail and Archie I'll to call out as well. <clears throat> um,. Are any of you on this ship uh, blacksmiths by trade? Do not lie. <laughs> it will help you. Blacksmith, glass blowers. Um, what was the other one that we needed? Woodworker. No, that's our ship, right? Oh wait. But yeah, we would still. Oh, be oh we need like leather a worker. We need. We need yeah, like someone to sew or like do leather working. Yeah, I'll call out those three tasks. Okay. Uh, no one fills any of those roles. Um, and if you point to anyone and ask them, you know, someone will say, I I'm a servant at a, at a noble's house. Another person will say that um, they're a messenger, an errand boy. Someone else will tell you that they're... Um, uh, that they, their family, they don't do anything in particular, but their family is involved in metallurgy and smelting in particular, um, but not in actual forging, just, you know, in the, the process of turning ore into to, um, iron bars. You'll That's ask a few people around. No one has any... any uh, the squire or was the only kid people? aboard this ship. The, the youngest person here is like 24. Mm -hmm. I give him a intelligence test that I've given to many others. Okay. Norm's looking for an apprentice. This young woman has 14 intelligence. Not enough. No? Okay. Take that back. Sorry. <laughs> You know, they all seem to be passengers going from one place to another. Um, some of, most of them are bound for Oaktown. Um, a couple of them are bound for Yuma, and another one is bound for uh, to, uh, Port Augustus. I'm gonna go around with like a, a bag and hold it out mm -hmm. and see what everybody drops in. Yep, people immediately, you know, put their coins, their in it very quickly but you the second person you come across has like you know a set of pearl earrings like small pearls they're misshapen pearls they're not perfect pearls that you might want for like spell casting but they're still worth something they're worth a you know maybe a gold or two each 
Um, I hold the bag there for a few more seconds. Nothing. Mm -mm. Uh oh. I magic missile them. <laughs> uh, yeah, this random civilian with D6 HP is blown apart. Um, I take the earrings off of her, and I continue going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell out the next person who doesn't hand over the goods, and we sink the ship. All right. The next few people drop their goods in until you come across a married couple, and they put all their wealth in there. Um, but you can see that they. They leave their gold wedding rings on their fingers and sort of like finger them, but like hold them on their hands, sort of like a, I don't want to give it up. Um, I'll step up behind Nilrum and say, that's all right, let them keep it. Uh, I was already typing out the rule. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to split it. Um, all so right. four damage to the lady and then seven Six. damage to the guy. Okay. Um, yeah, because plus one, sorry. So the, the, the husband is dead. The the lady takes three. Uh, and no, so the magic four. missiles, four? Because it's 3d4 plus one. Oh, or, okay. Sorry, so yeah, so it's four. four. Okay, I just got it. it correctly. Got it. Uh, yeah, so they they both go down. I grab them. I pick up the rings. I put them in the bag. And I continue on with one Wait, more magic missile. Now we're going to have to sink the ship. Yeah, I'm going to turn on dad on the ship. Um, that's uh, not my fault. All right. Everyone well, else puts in their goods. And as you're doing it, someone's like, hey, but you'll, you'll spare us, right? We're cooperating. Just, it's unfair for us to die if, 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 they, if they didn't listen. <laughs> I we'll spare I some of ship, you, but the ship is going it. to sink. We are men Why? of our words. You Why? You don't need to sink the ship. I'll hold my hand up. Because when the Crimson uh, Fist say something, we do it. It's out of our control now, sorry. <laughs> but I hope you guys are good swimmers. Whoever can get to where our ship lives. And I'll turn on dead the ship. I'll, well, before we do that, I'll wait. I'll whisper to the captain. I guess you can do that too. Um, how many can we take on our ship? How far are we from an island? A couple hours? Yeah. Okay, we can bring them all on the ship. How about we... <laughs> Never mind. No one wants to make them fight for their stay, so he wants to make oh. half the ship kill the other half of the ship. He'll bring it up, but he feels like it's a little too much for you guys. Yeah, that's that is too much. We're not doing that. We're not the fucking cartel. I like it's it. It's a cartel. They're uh, <laughs> in Mexico, you know. That's what they do, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what we'll do is, uh, I think maybe if you want to do that, we can say anyone who can get to the ship before it sinks will rescue. Sure. But we need to make sure we loot everyone. We loot all the we rooms. Do, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, want to sure take, the I take the paperwork for the ship as well. Mm -hmm. And the captain's log. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep um, the accountant. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's definitely coming. He's a prisoner. He's coming with us. He knows. Oh, ship. wait. Do we need to vote on sinking the ship? I kind of declared that. No, that's I think that's okay. Well, I think we should sad. vote on it in the sad. future, but it's been said. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. United I got caught up in the heat of the moment. Nilrum killed a dude, and I was like, that's it. Yeah. Yep. Well, you can loot the rest of the ship. I'll give you a total gold amount uh, when you get back to base or something like that. And uh, soon you can shuffle all the people onto your on onto your deck. Now, 
we're gonna run into a little bit of a problem here because as you're searching the ship you'll see that in addition to the majority of cargo of the cargo being passengers there are some large crates aboard and you know there's food and there's water and there's you know lanterns and oil and rope and all the other stuff that's on a boat um but it appears there are some large crates here we're only gonna take we're gonna take all of the shit that we want off the boat first and then we'll Mm -hmm. take survivors second okay now the, the crate that you see here is too big to move. It's maybe like four feet by four feet by five feet. So it's huge. You would need like a crane to lift it. I can, um, I can uh, well, I have enlarge ready. You could reduce it though, technically. I could reduce it if we wait. What is you it? could What's reduce the crate, but the, the stuff inside wouldn't reduce, right? Only the crate would. Um, What's inside? Wait, is that true? If you reduce the chest, it would reduce the stuff inside the chest though. Uh, I don't think so, no. With oh, that okay. first. Wait, does that mean if like I eat a coin and he reduces me, the coin proportionally gets huge inside me and I die? Uh-uh. That's a discussion for another time. <laughs> That's okay. a deep rabbit hole right there. Um, if he were to reduce it, would like the crate presumably break? Assuming it was like bullion, right? I think the it's it depends on a lot of factors. Is the answer? Um, okay. But you can get to the top of the crate and. Yep pry it open there's a crowbar somewhere on the ship that you can use um, yeah. but as you get you know as you get up to bring like a little step ladder up to the crate and begin to pry at it you hear a growl come from oh, inside shit. like a a griffin do you yeah. still do you still pry it open i mean i am taking already a, a lightning bolt yeah I um I have the material components out, but I'm not ready to cast. Okay. I just want to open the lid a little bit and get a look, and then close it back up. Um, inside, I'm sure could possibly go wrong. Inside, you see a tiger in this tiny crate, um, like pounced or not pounced, but like crouched low, looking up in the direction where you are, and it lets out like a deep. Immediately close the lid. Okay. How much are these worth? I don't know. I mean, I've got animal handling. Maybe I'll open it back yeah, up. Make yeah, do it. Brilliant. Um, do we have any? I think. Do we have any? I mean, it would be cool to have a tiger in the base, wouldn't it? You, you're gonna have to roll a natural twenty on this animal handling check. So, Unless you uh, give it some meat or find someone it hates on the boat. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna feed it the captain. The charred captain. Yeah, it's already cooked. Um, I because I'm doing this while they're getting all the people on the boat and looting all the stuff. Right, I've got time to kill. So I'm yeah, gonna... I'm imagining two people have to keep an eye on the the passengers and crew while two people can loot. Um, okay. You wouldn't want anyone to like you know try and escape and take your ship and flee in the moment. Absolutely not. I so feel what are you gonna? leaving the tiger to die um i need to hack off like parts of this person like a leg or an arm yeah uh, i haven't got a slashing weapon if only you had someone with a I'll butchery proficiency on hand For... oh yeah okay well when i've got a moment i'll call archie over to no, dismember sail. this person so it's sale right sorry yeah yeah sale you give me a hand over here yeah i'll come over and help him butcher up a nice steak Captain Steak. The retching of the gentle people on the ship. Um, 
fades the soundscape and the the smell they watch in horror as you butcher the captain and feed him bit by bit to a tiger trapped under deck animal handling check yeah okay so I feed the tiger a little bit first and then I want to um oh god you gotta like pry open the crate and you know lift the edge a little it's like tossing the food Yeah. yeah Um, I need Archie down here with me to do this. Yeah. In case it goes wrong. So when Archie's here. Are you sure you don't want Nilrim there to lightning bolt it in case it goes wrong? I feel like Archie can. You feel like Archie can take a tiger. I've I've taken a fucking Tyrannosaurus or some shit. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. I don't like. We we need to at least we need to at least two of you with the with the prisoners. Um. So yeah, Archie's down here, right? I'm gonna pry open the front of the crate and throw in the rest of the body to the tiger. And now it's like in front of me and it, it could attack me if it wants to. And I'm going to try and hit it with my animal handling check. Go for it. This is pointless. That's the one. point of this. There's no way I can bring it on the ship and keep it. Barbo got a Yeti It would be before. so sick. It's never going to work. Dude. I got a baby Yeti once. It's going to look oh. That is a failure. That is not oh. even a success. <laughs> um, the tiger... Is like curled. You toss in the food. It doesn't look like he's eating it. And then it like takes a step towards you. And you mistake that its ears, you know, are down. You mistake it for like, oh, passiveness, but the ears are pinned. And it leaps at you. Oh, no. It receives you as the. It's gonna one shot me, what? You dumb fuck. (laughs) Imagine thinking you could tame a tiger. (laughs) It was so stupid. Uh, That's some shit yeah. I do. Yeah, that was really dumb. How could you That's not though? 18 int move right there. <laughs> yeah. D20 plus five to hit. It gets three attacks, two claws, and a bite. Um, He's not surprised okay. though. I'm parrying the bite. <clears throat> it's so here. Wait, I'm parrying with all three of my attacks. Correct? Is that fine? So two, my both my attacks are parries, and my free block is on the bite. Uh, I think that's fine. Yes. So the roll your parry as the tiger launches at you with its claws. A 20 and a okay. 16. Okay, the 16 will miss. These are the claws. So here's my first block. That doesn't work. Nope. And second. Second one doesn't work. Okay. Um, but your AC is 17? Yep. Well, it depends how much that first claw did. If it does 13 damage, it doesn't have armor. That's true. Ah, well, the claws only do D4 plus one. Okay. It's actually a little low for tiger damage, I think, but that's what the book tells us. So the first claw will rake you for four damage. Okay. And... And then the bite, right? You get plus two to attack and damage rolls if they're defending their young. They're not in this situation. Uh, And then the bite attack is a 17. Fucking can't block a single thing. What the fuck is stupid? It's a tiger. It doesn't matter how many times I roll a block. It literally hasn't ever worked. It it? it is better at higher levels than at lower levels for certain. So the tiger throws itself at you. You bring out your weapons to defend as best as you can, but one lands a claw across your chest and then it sinks its teeth into your shoulder. Fucking Um, cats. God damn it. (laughs) Archie. You can take a round right now. Yeah. Go for it. 
Uh, do I have to roll initiative? No, no, no. I think everyone was sort of ready for this to happen. All right. Boom. 19's an easy hit. 10 oh. points of damage. Nilrim hears the motion and shakes his head towards Sale. Uh, no, the tiger Not has 26 HP. What the uh, fuck? Boom. Oh! oh. Fucking hell, nice. Archie. That's uh, another hit, not a crit. Boom. You've done 16 out of its 26 HP. So you like break one rib and then you smash a fist into a, one of the forearms and you can hear like the bones cracking underneath and the flesh tears, fur falls to the ground. Um, the tiger's blood mixes with John's blood and John, you can go ahead and actually you spent all your actions I on the blocks. Blocking, yeah. All right. Give me initiative. Um, everyone above deck hears like... Rawr, rawr. And the the sounds of battle from below. Oh, I John, I think it's the coin John has animal handling, but Archie handles animals. <laughs> uh, our tiger oh, yeah, we'll go got a fourteen. Yes, Archie, you are first to strike Archie again. Archie has non-lethal damage, right? Ah, fuck that. Only if he wants. This is a stupid idea. Uh, fourteen no, AC on the tiger. Dead. You do hit it. One Boom. more time. Bring it down to five hit points offhand. Oh, <laughs> you boy. finally critical the tiger in the skull with a brass knuckle as it's reeling from your last blow. Go ahead and roll me 2d6 plus four for damage. Uh, That'll do it. Five, six, seven points, oh. and the tiger goes down. I look at Archie, blood like leaking from my shoulder and chest. Or I like tell he... you about cats, John. <laughs> you never cease to amaze me, Archie. Holy shit! That was fucking crazy. I don't know what I expected. Really. I couldn't do it, by the way. I just want to point that out. I mean, he watched you beat that dinosaur to death. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what his deal is. Well, do you know what though? I don't. Th if I'd have killed it, I could have killed it. If I'd have killed it, I'd have ruined the pelt. So that's why I was just defending. Right. Now it's you know, in perfect it condition. Yeah, no. I'm yeah, right. you're right. Perfect. Just as I planned. All right. I want to uh, drag the corpse of the tiger upstairs and throw it in front of Nilrim's feet. <laughs> Normal. Give a give a real clap. He's impressed. Anyone know how to skin this thing? Any leather give it a try. Oh, yeah. You've got a butchery. So, That's a pretty fucking yeah. close to leather oh working. Archie, Archie wants a tiger skin robe so bad to go along with his chain. <laughs> Can you? Oh yeah, it'll be like a boxer, right? Coming yeah. into the ring. Yeah. Badass, I want to like yeah. hold up the um, the the claws of the cat and be like, Archie, is this like the size of your fist? It could make you like cool gloves. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> tiger gloves. <laughs> like tiger claws on them. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. No one will call out as they're doing their thing. Uh, what skills do you guys have? We're not taking all of you. Uh. Be honest. And it will the sailors can sail, they can row, they can man a ship, they can do the trim the sails, they can do all those things. They they emphasize their sailing abilities, highly useful. Uh, a lot of these other people are sort of like servant class folk who are visiting friends and family. There are a couple of um they're not merchants, but they're of the the merchant class. They would be like um maybe not merchant class the wrong way to put it, but they're like scribes. Yeah. or um, uh, heralds, you know, useful people who have skills, but not necessarily all that not applicable to you. Yeah. Uh, and then there's 
there's a couple of just, you know, homemakers who are off to visit family. So there's more. scribes, right? Yeah, yeah there's like, they I work in marketing. They do <laughs> document a lot, right? Yeah, there there are two scribes on deck. I'll That's take a, one of between the scribes. The, between the scribe and the accountant, we might actually be able to forge yeah, I agree. some documents here. Um, True. We'll take you three. I pointed the two scribes and the accountant, and then I also call out um, who would stand here on this deck in front of a stair and say, fuck a stair and fuck the white prince. Ooh. I like it, Norm. Let's make a quick morale check here. Um, okay, so we're going to roll. There are about 20 people, 25 people remaining. Um, and anyone who rolls greater than a 12 will... No, it needs to be less than a 12. Less than will a 12. say... Will join that. Um, so 18 of the 25 people are happy to immediately denounce a stare uh, right away. Wait, no, it's only two of the 12, right? Because you need to roll less than... Uh, 12 Most or people less. Rolled a... Oh, a 12 or less. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so most of them are willing to denounce a stare. There are uh, seven who refuse, who would never dare. How could you say such a thing? How could you? I'll You'll see soon enough. Up. No, let's uh, let's send them to Rohi. I don't say that out loud, but you yeah, sure? They, uh... Let's send them to him. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, vibrating it... at the thought of like dragging these guys to the bottom of the ocean. That's fair. Yeah. We'll okay. show them how powerful um... a stare is. Can I do it, okay. guys? Can I? Can I do it? Do it. Get yeah, we'll take we'll take the eighteen people, um, the two scribes, and the one person. I don't care what they said. We're uh -huh. taking those guys. Uh -huh. As um, as these guys get dragged off the edge of the boat, I will say it's time to bear witness to the powers against the star. And we'll throw these guys overboard and let. Are, are you throwing them overboard? Are you having the tentacles come up and drag them down? What is going on? We're here? gonna have. Uh, can we drag them the whole ship? Right? Can we drag them mm. off the ship? Yeah, that's cool. I was going oh, to right, lighten yeah. the ship and, like, turn undead the ship, and I assumed, like, the combined damage might be enough yeah, to okay. sink it. That's cool. All right, so we'll leave them on the boat and take the rest onto our boat, and then we can do that. You bring the, ti like, the, the dead tiger. You, yeah, yeah. You bring the dead tiger. You bring all the people that you want to survive. You leave the seven remaining on the ship. And did you say you were going to lightning bolt it a few more times? I'm gonna like. I think I probably have like one in the chamber left, mm -hmm. like the last cast. So I'll lightning bolt the mast and then turn on dead the ship. All right. This little Nar doesn't have a hell of a lot in the way of ship HP. We'll get more into ship to ship combat a little bit later. This will just be our first taste. Um, but between the two lightning bolts that you've blasted onto it, the top deck is badly damaged. Um, these seven people. Uh, scatter and try and dodge the lightning bolt as best as they can. You know, they stay away from the tall things. There were no lightning strikes, the, the tallest things nearby. And then you... Normal call out as he's casting this. Uh... <clears throat> Astaire, where are you? Don't you want to save your loyal followers? <laughs> God, He'll you scream it out. The... Oh, just invite <laughs> the um, accountant... Drops to his knees next to, next to you, Nilrum. Please, please, by by the great and powerful Astaire, please, I beg you to save these people's lives. They haven't done anything wrong. 
normal smile to at him and say, "All they've done Kratos is worship there. the greatest god. How could you? How could you commend them? Condemn them to death for? Don't seeing... talk to me. Talk to him. Pray to your foolish god. See if he'll save them." I clasps his hands together at the edge of his boat and begs, "Stare, law of order, love, god of law, to to save these people." Go ahead and give me your 2d6 and your d20 uh, um, sale for your turning abilities. Nine, up to nine people. Excellent. Ooh, a three on the d20 is not great. Um, The tentacles will reach up and they will grab the people and they will rip the seven people off of the edge of the ship and drown them beneath the waves. But it will not sink the whole ship itself. Uh, I'll look slightly embarrassed and then fire off my lightning bolt. (laughs) Or have I already done that? Uh, Yes, yes. The, The people are all gone. The ship is charred. The mast is burning. It's in a terrible state. Left to its own devices, it might burn down or it might just like burn for a little while and then go out. Normal um, lightning bolt the whole um, letting yeah. water rush in so yeah. we can fulfill our promise. Neither ship moving and both of you sort of like nearby. It's much easier to aim your lightning bolt. You can blast nice at the whole 20 shit damage. Damn, that's crazy. Just out of curiosity, how much was that ship worth? Like, how much gold did they send to the bottom of the ocean just there? Ten grand. Um, if the last one was about twelve, this is a smaller ship, so probably, pro- like, probably around so eight. Was asking, it's like in character no. as we watch it sink. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know how much bonus XP we're getting for not stealing. Uh, six grand for the NAR. Damn. Fair. The lightning bolt will rip through the side of the ship and it will tilt and begin to take on water. It is not long for this world. It does take wooden ships quite a while to sink. Um, they're not as you know fast falling as normal ship as a nice big iron ships. So it'll take a while and you can sail away and let it flounder and slowly sink and eventually the, be gone. Uh, is the guy on the mast dead yet? No, it's only been a day. He's totally yeah, alive. He's he watched it all. He's just in agony. Um, I'll talk to we, the... Okay. We need to drop these guys off at the next island, but the man on the mast might cause us some trouble. Did we take the, the tiger course with us? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll talk to the one guy who was praying next to me and uh, ask him where Astaire is. He looks up at you with hatred and anger in his eyes. Gnome smiles. I don't know who you are, you renegade wizard you. I don't know from where you've come, but mark my words, the White Prince will drag you to the depths of his dungeons and you will know what law is. You will know what justice is as you rot for all eternity, well beyond your natural life, down in the depths beneath the mountain. Nice story. I wonder if that's foreshadowing. Hmm. Um, I think yeah, we. I would. Uh, it's annoying, but we kind of need to take the guy down when we pop into the island to drop the people off. Well, how are you going to? How are you going to pop keeping, into an island? 
Yeah. We'll just we'll just we're obviously not going to go to a dock. We'll drop them off on the beach like we usually do. Mm. We can okay. just do that on a regular. We can, why do we have to take them down? We can just drop them off at a beach. I'm just so worried like, if we say... sail to both the docks and we'll see the dying man on the mast. Well, well Nilrum being the expert navigator should be able to navigation check to where the dock can't see our ship really. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. If you feel confident on that, let's do that. I just want to drop these guys off. We'll keep the scribe. Yeah. We'll keep the accountant. The rest keep of the them. Two scribes and the yeah. Because you guys are on this side of Oaktown right now. Um, yeah. You're between Oaktown and Crystal Cove. Again, map is not to scale. So if you could, you know, bring it over here and drop them off here and then sail back around to get home or, Perfect. you know, any of these other yeah. spots on this island wherever you wanted to. Yeah, that sounds good. Do you have a, a preference on this island where you want to put them? Uh, maybe on this side so they're more likely Same to survive. Time. Okay. Easy peasy. Um, you'll have to take the rowboat and row them to shore and then row them back and then row them to shore and row them back because there's a bunch of folks here. Uh, but you okay. keep the two scribes and you keep the accountant and you keep the tiger corpse and you keep all the booty. Yes. And we head back home. And we, right. we mask everybody up. We leave the guy on the corpse because it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if he sees because he's going to stay up there and die. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Nilrum, give me an appraisal check as you after you've dropped everyone off. Uh, you've told them that you're the Crimson's Fists, right? And that this is Captain um, John Winters. And that this I don't is... think I actually said it, but I, will have, I would have said that to them, yes. Okay. 35. Oh, nice. Oh, that's a great roll. Um, all told, between coinage and jewelry and little little bits of preciousness, you know, the captain's uh, quarters had like a very fine lantern, for example, and um, there were some like nice quills and pens in there, and some of the passengers had uh, some like silks, uh, handkerchiefs, and fancy cloaks, you know, things that you would just take from them because it, it's got value you could trade somewhere. You are going to come away with. Um, it's going to be. Can I just, should I just record all of this as coin or not? We probably shouldn't make that. I've got, no. there's, a, there's a separate thing for wealth and hoard. So maybe mm -hmm. I'll store the value of anything that's not coins in that. Yeah. Sure. And then we'll um, just know that we have like jewelry and other things worth this amount. That's fair. So about a thousand gold worth of jewelry and clothing and art objects and useful things that if sold could produce about a thousand gold worth of value nice. uh, and then you've got about 500 gold in coinage uh, of that 500 gold only 100 of it 100 of it is in actual gold and the remaining uh 4000 is in silver okay so 100 gold 4000 silver and then a thousand gold worth of jewelry and art objects got it um, when we get inside the base, there's like a dungeon, right? Or no? There's not. There's like those protected areas underground. Um, it's there's supposed to be like a treasury and maybe like a, a room to work magic in, but they have does heavy the door doors have that like can a, lock. So does it have like a, a peephole that you can no. like open or no? No, no, it's Do a treasury any doors door. In this place have that. Uh -uh. So no, do no places have that. Okay. No, there's no dungeons. All right, Nothing well, I'm going to go to Wiley. I'm going to mm -hmm. explain what the guy said to me about what the White Prince is going to do to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell I... him to lock him up, make his life a living hell, keep him down in the treasury in chains. You're telling and, me um, 
You want me to give a bean counter of the White Prince a hard time? Oh I... boy. There was one thing I was born for in this world. It was giving bean counters a hard time. And if there was a second thing I was born for in this world, it'd be giving the White Prince a hard time. This no right more. here. Born for this. I trust that you're going to do this man unspeakable harms and no one will pull from his pouch a bag of 50 gold and he'll place it in uh, Wiley's hand. This is a thank you. Where'd you get 50 gold from? I just have it from random shit. I had 69 gold and now I have gold. Nice. No, I've spent some times in dungeons of the White Prince myself. I've seen the things that they do to our kind. Be happy to return the favor. Um, and they'll walk into whatever room the accountant is in and shut the door behind him. There's no people, so you can't see what goes on. There's like a, a loud shriek that gets let out as Wiley says, Stop moving, boy! Come here, give me your hand! And uh, we can just leave it at that. Good. Nice. Wonderful. Um, and the party returns to base. Safe. All right. And sound and wealthy. My and for trip the first time, your name is being passed out there as pirates. Mm-hmm. Your ship has been noted by survivors. The name that runs alongside of it will soon be reported back to the people that pirates flying a black flag with a red fist with a wizard and some sort of other spellcaster, a man who fights with brass bloody knuckles and a captain with a large hat and a big feather are responsible for these things. Oh, and the monkey, yes. And there's a monkey with an eye patch as well. (laughs) Awesome. It is time for the rumors to begin. Oh, sorry. No, that's it. I have a few questions from the Patreon. Mm -hmm. All right. Would Captain Winners want to be? Would Captain Winners have wanted to be taken by the weird tree people if he was awake? No. Okay. Uh, To the whole cast from Radoran three o three one. What are your thoughts out of game about what happened with Nilrum praying? (laughs) Who sent the bears at him? I think we know who sent the bears at us. What are your thoughts on Nilrum doing his bullshit? Uh, I, I have no idea what happened there. I'm not going to lie. I don't think that John knows what. I think he just thinks that bears attacked you. I don't know. Or maybe you were trying to en- enthrall them and they turned on you, maybe. No. But uh, out, out I don't think game. you would have noticed the Malchus symbols. Yeah. yeah, they were asking out of game. Oh, yeah, out okay, of game. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. Malchus. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think he's trying to... Personally, I think he's, like, um, punishing you for being arrogant enough to think that you could contact, contact him, him, as well as being associated with, with Rohi, who clearly doesn't align with any of the gods, from what I can yeah. tell now. Uh, I mean, out of character, I think that's just, like, every now and again, we all got the urge to torpedo a campaign by accident. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, from... Some of us more than others. No. <laughs> from better ever J, does Nilrum intend to further explore Malchus the other gods um i think Nilrum gains lots of joy from tempting the other gods but i'm not going to do it a whole bunch because i obviously don't want to omega torpedo it but i'm going to do it when it makes sense um so is, probably is your goal to become somewhat demigod like with like immortality i think that would yeah that's kind of like his big goal is to become immortal and like a 20th level wizard who his so you'd almost see is... like gods like, ugh, I'll I'll be better than these guys one day. Yeah, his huge goal 
that I have outlined right now is to become immortal and get high enough level that he can create um, a spell that can turn not just ships, but whole like cities small and he's gonna put them in like a snow globe and he's just gonna have those cities like on his like that is so last question from elf fly guy three <clears throat> does sale have curiosities about his power what uh what he can do versus what he can't do we know he washed up on shore with powers but does he want to have heart to but does he want to have a heart to heart with who with rohi um with exactly what he's capable of. Um, yeah, he, he definitely has curiosity about his powers. A lot of, like, he's tried many times to look for guidance from Rohi, but that avenue of exploration is, like, not non-existent, but it's very limited. Like, a lot of what he has to do is, any exploration or discovery is happening through his adventure, through trying to use them and see what happens. Like, for example, he burst into flame, heading into that temple. Um, doesn't know why that is. Um, he discovered the holy symbol is like just just sandstone. That's really weird. Normally, a holy symbol is like, uh like, what's the word? A cog, cognitive single symbol. Like it's a, mm. a symbol, like not just a thing. It has because like sandstone doesn't really have a lot of meaning attached to it. But like you know, a, a triangle with three circles that has like meaning. Um, yeah. So he's like curious about that. Um, he would really more... like to have a heart to heart, but he just he can't get answers. Yeah, it's probably hard to talk to the guy under the scene. Uh, one quick thing, Koibu. Mm-hmm. Nilra will instruct Wiley that if the man dies from his torture by accident, that he is to put this mask on his face. And Nilra is going to give him um, the burial mask. Yeah. Just in case. Okay. Wiley's pretty confident that he'll keep him alive, you know? It lets you know that when you're in prison for a long time, it's not the physical torture that really gets to you. It's the psychological torture. It's the unknown. It's the the fear of what could happen that really drives a man mad. I doubt he'll die my, by my hand. I wish he Lone had smiles though. and gives Wiley a great handshake. Wiley almost gives you his wrong hand, but at the last moment remembers it's a sword now and gives it to you correctly. Um, um that's it for questions for this week if you want to ask questions there will be a thread in the discord um patreon.com slash tides of death excellent also make sure to go to the uh post episode discussion on the koibu subreddit mm-hmm. uh sub with twitch prime go check out the patreon and um thanks yeah. for watching thanks yep, for watching here's the subreddit i'll link it in chat all right goodbye everybody good night See you, chaps, ladies. <laughs>